Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shit. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. People did not like that Christmas song. What? Hmm. Ooh, I wonder. Boy, you guys are stupid. Yeah. What a bunch of Grinches. Man, I thought I'd brighten everybody's day with that rendition of Oh Holy Night. Man, like I said, I love Mike Shannon's Christmas album. Yeah. No, that's a guy named uh, Steve Maudlin. And that's a serious song. That's a guy that actually thought he was doing okay. He was doing humanity a service by putting that out? Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, getting everybody into the Christmas spirit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you say that was butchered? No. No. I would not say that. I'd hmm. say skinned alive. <laughs> I would not say that either. We it sounded like when we commented off air while we were listening, it, it sounded like a King Scott home recording. Yeah, of him you in know. The shower. So what I think the story goes, hard. and there's there's a video to go along with the song of him recording it. He is a record producer in Nashville. Okay. Oh. This guy, Steve Maudlin. Look him up, Rafe. Wow. And I think he put it out <laughs> as like serious. Uh-huh. And then it kind of took off as, oh my God, this is garbage. Yeah. And he embraced the garbage. That's like, what, oh, that's okay. Great. Like, people don't like it. It's kind of a joke. It's kind of cringy. I'm going to embrace. I'm going to embrace that aspect of it. I think that's good. That's a positive <laughs> I'm way of sounding like trash. Steve Maudlin is the guy's name. Just looked him up. Is he Matthew? Oh, no, never mind. Let's see here. Award-winning composer, arranger, producer who began his professional career in 1972. Since 81, he's worked in Nashville as a commercial music writer for a wide variety of clients and musical genres. Yeah. But he's also 
Steve Maudlin discusses Tender Wish. I think he's got other songs. Tender Wish. I think we're just good with this one. I think that was good. I think we wow, need, I we think know we what know. we need to know about Steve. <laughs> I'm a fan. I mean, that Oh Holy Night, just look up Oh Holy Night, worst rendition ever. And that's got 2.5 million views. Mm. Killing it. Yeah. My favorite stuff he did was the William Hung albums. Those were really good. Mm. Hmm. Top-notch hmm. production. Steve Maud- Malden. Malden or Maudlin? Maudlin. Maudlin. Maud. Don't get it wrong. Give this guy his his justice. He looks like fat Conan O'Brien. Well, oh, there you go. If you want to brighten any holiday gathering, just put that on the old playlist. Oh, Holy Night, worst rendition ever. And uh, thank you, buddy Riz. <laughs> because that is a showstopper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or show, show starter. Show I mean, starter for us. For show us. stopper for everybody else. That'll clear a room. Uh, Moon's not here today. Speaking of uh, Christmas tunes, I know he uh, was hard at work in the in the recording studio last night, being like a, like a chemist, mm. putting yep. together a song, wiring things. Which will, uh, it's it's a, a Christmas St. Louis song. He said, him and a whole bunch of other like musicians, and- musicians from around the uh, from around the city here. Mm. Putting oh, together a, cool. a, a St. Louis Christmas song, so we'll get that next week. But they recorded Very it fun. last night, so he was up all night doing that. Hmm. And, uh, I said, "Hey, you know what? Take the day." Wow, wowie! Take the day. I wrote a Christmas song one time uh, about Saint Saint Louis, who was Saint Nicholas's uh, <laughs> degenerate <laughs> cousin. Mm-hmm. He had temp tags on his sleigh. Blow the dust off that thing, man. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to hear it. Yeah. I did it live. So he's got expired temp tags on his, yeah, he's uh, on get, his sleigh? Uh, yeah. That's awesome. That's about yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, He gets drunk and passes out on your couch and forgets to, <laughs> misses the whole neighborhood. Like you leave toast ravioli out for him yeah, instead he of He steals uh, your catalytic converter yeah. on his way out of <laughs> There you go. Yeah. You got it. You know I what, got it. You know I, what I, it I got the gist of it. Now, it's hard to believe that it's almost December. Uh, today is the last day of November. And if you couldn't find a Black Friday deal on a partridge in a pear tree, you better get on that because every store is going to sell out. I'm sorry, what? Who's looking for a partridge in a pear tree? It's uh, that It's that well, time of year. I'm about to be in the market. Well, PNC Bank does an annual study on how much it would cost to buy everything from the song 12 Days of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for this. So wow. with all, you know, with everything... <laughs> And all maids of milking days, are going to cost you. All, you know, everything, everything involved, it's going to cost you this year 46730 bucks to get all that stuff. Doggone it. it. Only say 45000 Now, if you if you bought the items over and over each day like the song suggests, yeah. that's 364 total gifts. That's going to be over $201,000. Well... What is the going rate on a Lord of Leap? I got, days? I have the numbers for you. This is great. I actually have the breakdown, <laughs> and we have this every year. All right. So again, if you were, if you were to go through the song and just buy the items going through the song once, forty six thousand seven hundred thirty bucks. If you're to do it over and over each day, like the song says, two hundred one thousand dollars. So here's a breakdown of how much it would cost to to buy or hire all twelve things. So twelve drummers drumming, three thousand. 468 bucks to hire them. Hmm. Then you got 11 pipers piping. Uh-huh. That'll run you 3207 bucks. Wow. Those are good ones. Can somebody tell me what's next? 
So we have the 10. 12 drummers drumming. Maids are milking. 11 pipers piping. We're not there yet. What's 10? 10. 10 Lords of Leaping. 10 Lords of Leaping. Yeah. My people. Oh, that was nine. 10 Lords of Leaping. 14539 bucks. It is the most expensive gift on the list. It's based on how much it would cost to hire 10 dancers from the Philadelphia Ballet. I was going to say, where are these leapers from? The ballet. Okay. Then you got nine. Maids of Mil- No. Nine. Nine. Nine, nine, uh, nine. Yes, ladies dancing. Ladies, ladies dancing. Nine ladies dancing. Ladies. Oh, so it's dancers, dancers. Nine ladies dancing, huh. 8308 bucks. That's based on hiring nine women from a modern dance company in Philadelphia. Strippers, by the way, way cheaper, but they'll go with I was the gonna say, go modern with dance the company. Strippers. That's what everybody wants anyway. Eight. Eight. Oh, eight. Eight. Maids and milking. milking. Eight maids and milking. 58 bucks. Weird (laughs) gift, but the cheapest on the list. Cool. That's eight women milking cows for an hour at the federal minimum wage of $7.25. Of course, minimum wage. It's a hard job. (laughs) So you don't get to keep the milk, you just watch. Which seems a bit pervy. (laughs) It's cool, man. You just have to experience it. Uh, seven swans of swimming. Mm-hmm. That's thirteen thousand one hundred twenty-five bucks. That's cute. That's the second most expensive. Own or, or rent the swans? You, I don't Wait. think you could rent them. Oh, you have to own swan. Seven swans of swimming. Thirteen thousand one hundred twenty-five. They drop in price. That's really cute. Six geese a laying. Seven hundred eighty bucks. Five. Golden rings. Golden rings. One thousand two hundred forty-five bucks. That's for five fourteen-carat gold rings, according to a national jewelry chain. Four calling birds, six hundred bucks. Three French hens, three hundred thirty bucks. Two turtle doves, seven hundred fifty bucks. Uh, that's up a whopping twenty-five percent from last year. Well, eggs are expensive. And a partridge in a pear tree. Three hundred nineteen bucks. Oh, that's affordable comparatively. Yeah. That's yeah, the all I price, want. The price of the bird stayed flat, but the tree it lives in grew by fifteen percent, reflecting overall growth in housing costs. Yep. Yeah, and a good rain year. Hmm. So it seems like inflation would jolt prices, but the two point seven percent hike was actually the smallest year-over-year increase since twenty nineteen. So again, if you want to get everything, forty six thousand seven hundred thirty bucks. For all 12 days of Christmas. Yeah, the swans, though, I think they're going for the How cheap, much? cheap ones. 46000 bucks. Well, just so happens I have a more affordable list. Oh, please. Uh, that I've p- compiled. Okay. Independently. That just, while we're on the subject, I happen to have it right here. Uh, if you're on a budget, here is what I like to call the South City 12 days of Christmas. Okay. Uh, 12 strippers stripping. Mm-hmm. 11 crackheads piping. <laughs> Ted drunks a drinking. <laughs> Uh, nine booby tassels, eight mommy's milkers, seven cans of Keystone, six pack of Pall Malls, five finger bangs, four chicken fingers, three French ticklers, two camel toes, and a whole bunch of HPV. And guess what Woo! that costs you? Yeah? Free. It's free of charge. That's 12 free. bucks. That's 12 oh, bucks. 12 bucks. Uh, it's gone up this year. 12 bucks all in. That's for all 12. Uh, great time to remind people to get the, the Gardasil shot, you know? Yeah. Get it. The Gargamel shot. The gar- I think it's Gardasil. Gardasil does kind of sound festive. It, yeah, it's the gift that keeps on. You're like I hung the mistletoe, the Gardasil. Yeah, <laughs> like all kind Can of. Can you sound. sing that? Oh yeah. Can I sing it? 
Oh, let me see if I put it together. Let me see if I got a little background music, maybe a little. Here, I'll get this band. Let me get some instruments out for us. I'll talk about the Gardasil shot while you look that up. So Gardasil shot, I think they, they give, start giving them to, like, teenagers, you know, mm -hmm. um, to be preventative of future uh, sexual activity that will happen later in their life. You do not want genital warts. Get the HPV Thanks. shot. Thanks. Back to you. <laughs> you're not a bad person if you have genital warts. We would like to point that yeah, out. Yeah, we're you're not judging. No, you're of cool, course not. man. All right. Will this do, Rafe? Let me see here. I don't know. Let me try. It's rhyming in. I start thinking. Yeah. First day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a whole bunch of HPV. Oh, <laughs> On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two camel toes and a whole bunch of HPV. <laughs> On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three French ticklers, two camel toes, and a whole bunch of HPV. Everybody now. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four chicken fingers, three French ticklers, two camel toes, and a whole bunch of HPV. Very nice. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five finger bangs, <laughs> four chicken fingers, three French ticklers, two camel toes, and, and a whole bunch of HPV. Now we've got the spirit. The sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me six packs of pommels, five finger bangs, four chicken fingers, three French ticklers, two camel toes, and a whole lot of HPV. This is beautiful. The seventh day of Christmas, my daddy gave to me <laughs> seven cans of Keystone, six pack of pommels, five finger bangs, four chicken fingers, three French ticklers, two camel toes, and a whole of HPV. Everybody's got it now. The day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eight mommy's milkers, seven cans of Keystone, six pack of Palmos, five four chicken fingers, three French ticklers, two camel toes, and a whole bunch of HPV. Everybody now, you're at work. Day of Christmas, my true love gave to me nine booby tassels, eight mommy's milkers, seven cans of Keystone, six pack of Pommels, five finger bangs, four chicken fingers, three French ticklers, two camel toes, <laughs> and a whole bunch of HPV. Are we gonna keep going? Yes, oh, we yeah. are. On the tenth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Ten drunks a drinking, nine booby tassels, eight mommy's milkers, seven cans of Keystone, six pack of Palmos, five finger bangs, four chicken fingers, three French ticklers, two camel toes, and a whole bunch of HPV. Beautiful. On the eleventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eleven. 
seven crackheads piping, ten drunks a drinking, nine booby tassels, eight mommy's milkers, seven cans of Keystone, six pack of Palmos, five fingerbags, four chicken fingers, three French ticklers, two camel toes, and a whole bunch of HPV. Bring it on home, everybody. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Twelve strippers stripping, eleven crackheads piping, ten drunks a drinking, nine booby tassels, eight mommy's milkers, seven kinds of keystone, six pack of palmos, five finger bags, four chicken fingers, three French ticklers, two camel toes, and a whole bunch of HPV. It's a Riz Show Baloney Day Christmas, everyone. Christmas spirit that yeah. just came out. Good Lord. And I love how St. Louis that is because nine booby tassels, not ten or eight. Man. Nine. <laughs> conservative. It makes more sense. I just felt the Christmas spirit just yeah. go right through me. Uh, yep. You got to have that one odd knocker. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Hell yeah. One booby tassel got went flying. Um, hey, speaking of the Christmas spirit, uh, <laughs> now if you're, a, if you're a parent, hey, if, you're, if you got kids in the car... Punch out for a second. Oh. Okay. Well, she'd have punched out probably. Punch out for yeah. No, oh, yeah, punch yeah. out for a second. And, uh, Three, uh, Daddy, what's your finger back? I should have muffed it a few yeah. minutes ago. If you're uh, in this song, you should have muffed. Uh, this out of Amarillo, Texas, a man dressed as uh, the Grinch stood outside an elementary school and had a sign that says, Santa is fake, Jesus is real. Hmm. That's cool. Oh. Okay. Well. That seems not cool. Yeah. Yeah, parents, as you imagine, were not happy to see him. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a parent, what do you do? This is right outside an elementary school. You cover the kid's eyes? Well, you just say, Look like, that see how mean the Grinch really is? He's trying to pretend that all oh, that's this and that. And- yeah, this is Texas. <clears throat> Swamp justice, is that, uh, is that warranted here in this situation? Man, I would say. A good yelling, I think. And a finger point by a mom. A yell and a finger point by a mom yeah. is definitely warranted. Well, I don't know. <clears throat> you might be able to go one step further. I think. I mean, it's Texas. I mean, you can't shoot the guy. If that's what you're thinking. No, but you can take a two-by-four. Yeah, right to the uh, right to the little Grinch head? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, this guy, and, and I would appreciate it if it was like a... Uh, a comic doing it, I don't know, for some kind of bit, and, and yeah. a little, a little, a little piece of me, like an Eric Andre uh, kind of man on the street prank thing, in, in a little, in a little way, I could kind of appreciate it. But this guy, no, this is serious. He's serious. There's yeah. no way he's serious because he's in a Grinch outfit. This is serious. He said that. Uh, I'm trying to get his words here. Uh, somebody asked the guy dressed up as the Grinch. Do you understand why parents are pissed at you? Because they, they called the news crew out. Yeah. News crew to interview this guy. Uh, do you understand why parents would be upset? He says, I understand why they're upset. They're upset because they're prideful and they don't want to admit that lying to their child is wrong in spite of what God's word says. Mm. So they're these- more concerned with the traditions of man rather than the truth. 
Well, I think there's mm -hmm. a way for you to, plenty of people, millions of people do this each year, where Santa and Jesus can coexist in the same earth, because they do. As they double down on the lie because of pride, and they're angry because they want to blame the person telling the truth, than the one who told the lie that prompted the truth to expose the lie. Vis-a-vis. <laughs> -vis. <laughs> so I guess he doesn't quite understand who Santa is. Saint Nick. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's I a think good point. He's missing out. It's on the worth whole noting Santa Claus is based on a religious figure. Now here's the moment that the Grinch, this guy's name is David Grisham, was physically assaulted by one of the parents. Oh, here we go. All right. Uh, here we go. You shouldn't lie to children. That's, that's him. That's him. Gone. You shouldn't lie to children. Okay. And this is a dad grabbing the sign that says. Santa's fake Jesus is real out of his hand. You shouldn't lie to children. Yeah, he uh, he knows how to sue. Of course he does. Mm -hmm. He had this all planned out in his head before he even went out there, which is to me what a what a terrible intention. Like that's, what a douche. What a douche. Yeah, and it's a weird way to talk about. I, I just have a feeling he's also not truly a Christian. It's just an interesting. It's not a way, way to get to your message. It's no not a way to get your message across. No. Yeah, I mean, Scott, you you come from a, you are a Christian, and like, I mean, how do yeah. you feel? How does this make you feel? Well, I just feel like it's um, a pointless way to aggravate. If you really want to share the gospel, you'd obviously do it in a loving way. Right. You don't have to be a, a punk about it nah. and weird. And uh, and what proof? I don't understand, like, by proving if Santa's fake or whatever, what, how does that prove? Well, the news real? asked him why he would want to ruin the magic of Christmas for kids. And he says, I'm not concerned about the magic. I was I was listening to Dax Shepard's podcast yesterday, um, Armchair Expert, and he had Eva Longoria on. And they were talking about how there is a place, There's a I don't know anything about like what this place is called, probably millions of dollars to do it, but you actually go stay in a village at the North Pole and you get to see yeah. Santa and his elves and everybody is up there. And you, you can stay, it's like an Airbnb that you can take your family up there before the holidays and your child will get to meet Santa and see how mm -hmm. the elves work. And like, it's all up there. And so this guy obviously has not seen or heard about the fact that you can actually go to Santa's North Pole, you know? Yeah. Yeah, this guy's a dick. And if he just so happened to accidentally be pistol whipped, I wouldn't be. Too upset. I wouldn't be too upset about it. And by the way, uh, the cops were called and uh, they couldn't do anything because he was he was out on the street. So he wasn't on school property. He was out in front of the school. Right. He was, uh, you know, lawfully Protesting. on the sidewalk, was not breaking any laws. It's worth noting that he calls himself Pastor David Grisham. No church is ever seen in his YouTube videos. I don't he know. He only says is he's with uh, the official street preachers. This is funny. He's also uh, trying to be this cool, loving guy and making people aware of, you know, the truth and all this stuff. But he's going to dress up like one of the biggest bad guys in kids' or history, just, you know? Or he's just looking to troll. And yeah, to he's totally hits. trolling. and To get like hits said, on, uh, on a YouTube page. Well, exactly. I, pray, I pray he... Truly understands that Jesus is real and he gets saved. He could go to hell. That's what I'm hey, praying for. Hey, I want him to get That's saved what I'm and change his for. ways. Well, not to mention, like, I've got more proof of Santa. So suck on that. Yeah. Santa's got an address. I sent yeah. Santa letters. Yeah. Please PlayStation show up. Exactly.
This dude's got a as much right to exist. Come on. Mm. Who's he on, old Saint Nick? Um, mm. I definitely well, put cookies out, and they were gone in the morning. Exactly, dude. It's legit. Yeah. Who ate those? Listen, as a parent, you know you go through. You know, all this stuff to keep the magic alive for kids as long as it's possible. That damn elf on the shelf. Thank God we're not doing that anymore. Oh, they are. Never, I, no, no, we are not. Oh, you're not. At your we house, are not. I, see. I, was, I have an elf on the shelf news feed on my personal Facebook. All my, all the parent. I wondered if Tim life. moved it around for you. I, I wish he would put out one. Oh for me. God, I mean that would be so much fun. <laughs> I'm, I, I miss. Being a little kid at Christmas. That oh, was, yeah. like, the best. It really is right? a special. Event. Well, we, you know, our parents didn't have the elf on the shelf. No, It's just yeah. another friggin' gimmick <gasps> to get people to buy. Hey. I hope the kids are not listening. I know. Again, <laughs> remind, not for kids, I don't kids, mean no. to be the Grinch. You're not. Like, Whoa. I'm not outside the elementary hey, school. Hey, take your sign down. You're the Mr. Riz. Riz. I'm, not, I'm not outside the <laughs> elementary school with a sign. Okay, I'm just saying this damn elf You're on the, the shelf thing. Yeah. What a racket. That all these parents had to go out and get one of these... Stupid dolls. Uh-huh. They're so cute. I will say, when I lived in the Moon Homestead, and uh, again, keep punching out if you have kids in the car. Um, yeah, living in his basement was so fun because uh, their youngest at the time, he was way into the Elf on the Shelf. So it was fun moving that thing around because sometimes, you know, the parents would forget. And uh, it was great oh, to go, like, ooh, frequently. I see it in the same spot, and I'd move to the next thing, and he would find it the next day, be all excited. It was just Oh, yeah. yeah. So you got to, I mean, you know how it works, right? Yeah. Like, they can't touch it. Like, right? So, Rafe, do you know how, you know how the elf on the shelf works? Yeah, bro. <laughs> I love it. I follow accounts of parents that are creative with it. Oh, that's yeah. So and I and and f those people. You've seen the ones where he's like, they put Hershey's Kisses in the toilet. Oh yeah, or, adorable. It's great. Yeah, or like you know, I saw one where the elf was like banging Barbie. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, they they have ones where they'll have <laughs> yeah, like you know the elf like uh, you know in different movie scenes. Yeah. Or there's some really cool stuff out there. Repelling up the kitchen cabinets. Yeah. Or being killed in the garbage disposal. Uh huh. It's <laughs> I've seen those. Very creative. But you make the what when you're doing that, you're making the parents who half-ass it like myself and my wife uh-huh. look terrible. No, well, that's not. Oh, terrible. he's on the couch. Oh, that's, he's, that's not nice. To he's do taking this. a nap on the couch this morning. Wow, you really phoned it in last night, man. No, phoning it in last night is not moving it. Kind of looks like he was thrown he's away. In a coma. <laughs> elf in a coma. Look, elf in a coma. And then lying in bed. For and then telling your kids days. again that they're like gaslighting your kids, going, "No, he was not there yesterday." I like when they take the powdered sugar and make the little powdered sugar cocaine. You're right. And he's like had like a crazy yeah. night, and Barbie's there, and she's got yeah. like black under eyes because she's been up for like three weeks. Yes. Straight. Those are my favorite ones. I so love we, it. We had the elf on the shelf, you know, moving it around. <laughs> One year we couldn't find it because the elf would come uh, the day after Thanksgiving. Yes. At the Riz house, so the day after Thanksgiving. The elf would make an appearance. Where? Oh, I can't wait to get up on Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, to find out where yes. the elf is. And the kids would get up and they'd search around for him. And his name was Alfonso. Adorable. Oh, that's a great oh, name. That's pretty good. I'll yeah. give you that one. Our elf on the shelf was named Alfonso. One year, we couldn't find him. We packed him away somewhere. He's good. We packed him away somewhere and couldn't find Alfonso. So on <laughs> Thanksgiving night, when the kids went to bed, I had to go out and go find an elf on the shelf. <laughs> and I can only find some, like, knockoff brand. Oh, no. <laughs> Alfonso's cousin <laughs> is coming It was town. some, like, knockoff brand that kind of looked like the regular elf on the shelf brand one, but didn't 
<laughs> and put it out. And, and I think it was the boy was like, this is not, this is not Alfonso. Mm. He could tell. What happened? What happened, Alfonso? Dad, what he happened? He had plastic surgery. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Whole, t- whole storyline. <laughs> oh, okay. You're at Botox, son. It's fine. It's going to be fine. But you got to move that thing around for how many days? A month. You're moving that thing around for a month. And you got to try to get clever and you got to different spots and you forget and the kids are, why did he move? I don't know why he didn't move. He's a lazy one. Yeah. See, I. And that's I, probably why he disappeared. As He's somebody who lazy. doesn't have kids, like those moments to me are have to be the most fun as being a parent. Like, why did we start doing this? We didn't need another thing. People were creative. Like, let me say this. When I was, my, my parents got divorced when I was five. So it was, I, I think I was four or I just turned four. And I all I wanted in whatever 1989 this was, all I wanted was the Barbie dream house. Okay. It was three parts. It was an A-frame. Pink. I woke up Christmas morning, 1989. And it wasn't an elf on a shelf, but it was a fully furnished Barbie dream house with a little Barbie tree with lights and all of the holiday Barbies that I had wanted. All chilling, straight up. Wow. And a note that said, we're getting divorced. And a note that said, Lauren, <laughs> enjoy this. Because come January 1, mommy and daddy are breaking. Are you kidding me? I did enjoy it. And honestly, it helped me get through the divorce. So <laughs> Thanks, Barbie. Christmas is awesome. Uh, and I, that, you know, if I, if you need somebody to come to your house and do the Buddy the Elf every day, I mean, hire me and I'll do it because I'm not having kids and I would love to be able to yeah. set up the fun little experiences. Derek says that, uh, with his off on the shelf, he recreated the JFK assassination scene by seeing that chunk yes. of the skull disappear. Oh that. my god, that's awesome! That. Oh my god, no. With David the gnome as the lone shooter. Oh, Justin says he didn't move because you and your sisters were being bad yesterday. We've used that. Mm-hmm. We've used <laughs> and that. That's cool. We, yeah. Is that part of the thing? He doesn't move. He has seasonal depression. <laughs> Even elves get seasonal depression, kids. I see one here: toilet paper to their Christmas tree. So they could be little Oh, yeah, punks. yeah. But we didn't need another thing to do. As parents, we're just trying to hang on as it is. Yeah, it's okay. Men we're so we're out of that ideas. phase. We're out of that. We're done. I have friends that have Santa come in the night before Christmas and set up the gifts because he's bringing gifts to the tree, you know. And then they wake their kids up and they sneak in and get to watch Santa set up all the, the gifts. They like like a guy him. dresses up as, as whoa, whoa, breaks whoa. into the house, yeah, and sets up the gifts, and they get to they get to see him in action. Uh, he'd be very mad if he knew that. I know. I don't know how you get, they pay him off. They're they're like just look the other oh. way, Santa. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. Wow. You had Barbie soften the blow of your parents' divorce. That's amazing. It mm-hmm. is. It's the Christmas spirit, you guys. Yeah. If you're getting if you're thinking of getting divorced, let me tell you, it's January one, and you got to get the kids exactly what they want. And then break the news. That's why divorce. They won't is have expensive. issues until they're like thirty-eight. Are Barbie and Ken married? No, God no. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You need that to works see the Barbie movie. If you want, if you're gonna ask for a divorce, get your wife the Barbie dream house, and just, she opens it up. And you're like, Ken gets an. Gets a Hope you like it. <laughs> Notice there's no Ken. <laughs> He's out with Midge. No. Barbie gets a dream house and Ken gets a one bedroom apartment. Yeah, Ken gets a. I mean, <laughs> he Ken's, gets the RV. He literally opened it up and Ken's living in a shoebox. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, just say Barbie and Ken are not living together anymore. Wow. Just like mommy and daddy mommy are going to be daddy. come January 1st. <laughs> Who's this hotter Barbie that Ken's getting with? A Ken's getting a condo. <laughs> the Ken condo. The Ken Corvette. <laughs> Ken's getting a condo. And, and, uh, and yeah, mommy, you'll be spending you'll be spending uh, every other Saturday and Sunday at Ken's condo. And mommy got the Barbie Corvette. Yes, so. of course. And mommy got um, new hair, so mommy's going to be course. looking real good in her Barbie dream house yeah, with yeah. the Barbie Corvette. And uh, and Ken got a new toupee. Mm. Ken, Ken's dating <laughs> a brat's doll. Now. <laughs> Ken's actually dating a brat's doll that's the same age as you. So I don't know. You have to How deal with that. Look, that. Ken and GI Joe ran away together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Cool. <laughs> so 2023. Into yeah. It. yeah. Super progressive. Uh, Byron says Elf on the Shelf ends up being something dad does that he didn't want to do. It's cute. Mom wants it for the kids, just like the pets. Then dad is always feeding the pets, walking them, moving the Elf on the Shelf. What else? I'm with you. <laughs> Damn. You know, that's a good. It's the most wonderful it is. time of the year. It is. Oh, man. So this guy is outside the elementary school. And he's uh, he's saying you know it's it's a lie. Uh, he doesn't care about the magic of Christmas. You know we're all sinners, but are we all sinners? Scott. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, okay, fine. <laughs> I mean, does Elf move every night? No. No. Sometimes you're bad. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I'm well, bad. sometimes Your sister's I, bad. I, yeah. I just found a picture of him getting waterboarded by the little green army men, and that's God. pretty. Funny. Yeah. No, it's, a, it, it, it's clever. Some of the stuff. He's like duct taped to the wall. <laughs> all right. So. As far as sinfulness goes, WalletHub, they do all those uh, studies. Uh, they just put out the results of their most sinful cities in the U.S. The most sinful cities in the U.S. And St. Louis, I mean, we're up there, guys. We are. We're up there. Have we fallen out of our... We were doing pretty good for a while. We are doing pretty good for a while. I think we kind of slid back a little bit. No. Now, here's how they figure it out. They used the seven deadly sins to figure out the rankings. Okay, so what are the seven deadly sins? Scott, go. Around gluttony. the horn. Oh, wait, gluttony? Okay, yes, gluttony. Uh, learn. Um, killing. Thou uh, shalt not kill. No, that's the Murder. Ten Commandments. I'm sorry. What? Hang the on. seven deadly sins. I'm agnostic. Hang on. Okay, uh, Okay. you said gluttony. Gluttony. Mm -hmm. That's the one I knew. Um. Lust. Lust, yes. Lust. <laughs> Show me lust. Mm. Rafe. Envy. Envy, yes. Wrath. Are we going in order? No, we're, we're going around. Uh, wrath, wrath, yeah, wrath. Right, Scott. Um, envy, wrath. Lust. Uh, Let's see here. What is it? There's one cometh before the fall. Um, wrath, lust. This just be, it seems like this should be in your wheelhouse. I know. I know. Come on, and man. And I've seen the movie Seven a Sloth. whole bunch of times. Sloth, yes. Don't put Laziness. heads in a box. Sloth. Pride. Don't put a head in a box. Uh, pride. Uh, yeah, vanity. Vanity. Oh, that's, Greed. Yeah. Greed. There it is. Nice. Thank you, Wrath. <laughs> so it's it's anger, hatred, wrath, jealousy, excesses and, excesses and vices. That'll be gluttony, greed, lust, vanity, and sloth, laziness. Okay. Like anger and hatred. Um and here's how they figured it out, like mass shootings and other violent crimes, jealousy, uh, theft, identity theft complaints and fraud complaints, excesses and vices, um, substance abuse, drug obesity, uh, debt to income ratio, greed, 
casinos per capita, share of adults with gambling disorders. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Um, I bet we did good on that. Lust. Lust. Uh, that, that includes like Google and Tinder stats. Yeah, also, teen birth sexy rate. Things. Vanity. Tanning salons per capita. Oh no. Uh-huh. And, go- and, and a Google score on plastic surgery <laughs> searches. Tanning salons. Uh, laziness, which would be hours worked. Um, how fat we all are. TV watching. Ooh. No, how fat we are is obesity would be gluttony. gluttony. Mm-hmm. Well, I think mm-hmm. it needs to go in sloth as well. Wow. I'll take it up with God. <laughs> High school dropout rate. Okay. Disconnected youth who are using uh, who are ages sixteen to twenty four and not in school and without a job. That's like laziness. Okay. So can anybody guess what the number one sinful city is in America? I think that's a given. It's Branson. Branson, Missouri. Tampa Bay. Oh, Vegas. Branson, Vegas, yes. <laughs> Vegas is number one. Do they always win this list? Yes. yes. Vegas is always number one. They run away with it. Then it's oh, probably where Reno. Is, where is St. Louis? Reno didn't make the top wow. ten. Hmm. I'm gonna say St. Louis. We used to we were number two one year. On yeah, I remember this. that. We fly up and down this list. So this year, I think we're really good this year. I bet we're not even I'm gonna say we're number nine. Number nine, no. That goes to Miami this year. Hmm. Hey, congrats, Miami. Mm. Are we uh, number ten? That goes to Cleveland this year. Are we in the top ten? We're not in the top ten. Oh. Wow, good 14. job, guys. Nope. We're twenty six. Fourteen is New York City. New York. 40? We're in the top twenty though. Oh, top twenty. Okay, so yeah. nine we're definitely eighteen. No. I meant 19. No. I meant 17. Uh, We're a number 11. Congratulations, St. Louis. The 11th most sinful city. Almost broken. And it's number one twice. I will tell you, though, we are fifth in wrath. Okay. (laughs) When it comes to wrath, we're number five. That's because of road construction. Uh, We are 14th in jealousy. Wow. We are third in gluttony. Yeah. Food city. Sandwich city. Third in gluttony. 79th in greed. I think we could do better in greed next year. Yeah. We're... <laughs> What's going on, guys? What's going on, guys? It's because of our casino Wait, overhaul. How's jealousy? You think those two would kind of be close to each other, greed and jealousy. Uh-uh. But No, gr- remember, greed is casinos per capita, share of adults with gambling disorders, uh, charitable donations as share of income. Mm-hmm. Jealousy and gluttony go ahead. Like, I'm jealous yeah. of your toasted ravioli. And I need that. We are 38th in lust. 38th. 38th. Huh. Uh, 54th in vanity and 26th in sloth. So if we had more attractive people, maybe the lust would be higher? Is exactly. that what you're saying? Okay. No. I is that not? I think so. You know, if we had more hot people walking around, <laughs> which, by the way, 2024 is going to be a heat wave in St. Louis. Ooh, so when we all get right. hot. I mean, I think all of us collectively as a city should rise up and, and try to look hotter in 2024. Yeah. Let's make so it as far city. as the most sinful cities, Vegas number one, Houston number two, Philly number three, L.A. four, Atlanta five, Denver six, Dallas seven, Phoenix eight, nine Miami, ten was Cleveland, uh, Chicago was sixteenth, and we Kansas lost City. Cleveland. Kansas City was fiftieth. Huh. Yeah, we nice. lost to Cleveland, KC. guys. Come on, way to behave. Yikes! I think you're hot, St. Louis. I'll bang you. Mm-hmm. Just putting that you out. You guys there. are doing great. Collectively as a city. Yeah, we need to do better in a couple of these categories to get ourselves back in the top ten. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Lost a little more, you know? Yep. Jealous. Covet thy neighbor's wife. Or husband. Or husband. Whatever whatever, whatever you want to do. Um, get your lust up, you know? 
Uh, this story making the rounds again out of Texas. A lot of stories out of Texas today. A sex ed teacher fired from school after being exposed as a former escort. <laughs> this who, a dude? Who better? No, a chick. And <clears throat> hot too. Sex ed. Who better? Right. To teach sex ed mm-hmm. than a former prostitute? Yeah. Yes. Right. She knows the field. Boy, they're making a mistake fire on this woman. So she was fired uh, from her job as a school sex sex education teacher after being exposed as a convicted prostitute and working escort. Uh, Her name is Ashley Ketcherside, if you want to look her up. Ashley Ketcherside, she's 38 years old. Miss Mercedes? Whose maiden name is Ashley Villalobos. Villalobos. She was fired after her conviction of prostitution back in 2012 and 2016 were brought to light. Aside from working as a prostitute, she (coughs) continued to work as an escort during her time as a sex ed teacher in, in, of all places, Godly, Texas. Wow. Mm. She had advertised as the, uh, quote, true girl next door, Lola Brea. And I guess she was on this kind of escort website as, uh, you know, again, billing herself as the true girl next door. She'd have these, you know, pictures of herself scantily clad, mm-hmm. offering her services. So she was on the School Health Advisory Council, which is a panel required by Ooh. Texas state law that recommends to school boards a wide range of health education protocols for students, including appropriate grade levels and curriculum for instruction regarding sex trafficking. And these escort sites build themselves as a place to go for export, uh, escorts to sell time and companionship. Okay. And that's legal to do in Texas, but prostitution's not. Hmm. And she was outed uh, when a parent just did a simple Google search of her email address. She's pretty. Oh. Like somebody just Googled her email address and it came up like, oh boy. Parents found her profiles. Uh, Noted that she was uh, expensive and, quote, well-reviewed. Nice. Well, <laughs> worth the money. That's good. So She was very well-reviewed. Uh, if if a client no-showed, um, she would still charge 3000 bucks. 3000 bucks for a no-show. Hey, man, read the fine print. Hmm. Uh, I, I guess I get why she was like, oh, I mean, a convicted prostitute. Well, if you're still, yeah, and you're still working in that. That probably goes against a lot of their standards they have at the school. But why didn't the conviction show up on her record? Because she was convicted as Ashley Villalobos, but now she's Ashley Ketcherside. So, but wait, I mean, don't these background checks? I would think. I would think. It's almost like they're in place to give the illusion of safety. Right. Have fun with that, libertarian uncles. Uh. I don't know. I think she got. I think when she put the condom on the banana without using her hands, that's what really gave her away. <laughs> really tipped off some of the kids. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> some of the kids are like, "Wow, that's some expert level stuff there." <laughs> yeah. Again, who better to teach sex ed than a? Honestly, mm-hmm. she's beautiful. Beautiful, right? Like if I was gonna, I would much. You know, I learned sex ed from a guy in neoprene shorts, and I would have much rather had a, a, an escort. Right. It was way more awkward to watch a guy with a whistle around his neck, in blue neoprene shorts, with his hair parted down the middle. <laughs> Coach Ellis, God bless him, wherever he is out there. 
uh, awkwardly yell at us to not laugh while he put a condom on a banana. That's not you know, fun to watch. But, you know, again, like I think I said it with the OnlyFans teacher down at St. Clair, which there were two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the same school, crazy. Um, once that's exposed, you've lost the room. I mean, can you imagine? That's sex ed. Your kid. I can't. You lost the room if you're a history teacher, sex ed. You've captured my imagination. I think it's the perfect. I get where you're coming from. You've lost the room if it's any other subject. She's teaching sex ed. But she's also a, she's a, she's a current ex-escort. Mm-hmm. So she still has her profiles up on these. She's still she's continuing cr- education. Well, and as <laughs> yeah. you're a parent, you're Studies. thinking, is she teaching them sex ed, like for normal people, or is there a little, a little flavor of, hey, what you too you could be a prostitute? I think the kids need to know what a half and half is. What is that? Look that up. Oh God. Oh no. <laughs> Clearly, I did not have a good sex ed teacher. <laughs> Look that up. I had the Urban Dictionary half at their disposal. All right, kids. Today's lesson. The Eiffel never Tower. Kissed a pro- never kiss a prostitute. <laughs> that yes. will, yeah, some of you will use that in the future. Proper form in an Eiffel Tower. Let's talk about it. Oh, God. Remember that guy, Vince, from ShamWow? Remember he would sell ShamWow? Yeah. He was, remember that, uh, he also did the Slap Chop? Yeah. He had the crazy face? Yeah, he was, was all over. Florida or something? He was all over TV with the infomercials. Like it was this, it was a slap chop and there was a sham wow and he was so over the top and he was uh, a pretty damn good infomercial pitch man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he kissed a prostitute and then she bit his tongue off. Oh. Ah. And there's a picture of him. Yeah, he looks like a gremlin. His tongue is gone now. He does. Yeah. I don't know if it's gone, but. Oh yeah. Remember that guy? Bit his tongue off. Was he not supposed to kiss her? Or? Like, uh, how how does that, what, what are the details? Well, why not look it up? All right. Well, isn't that like rule number one? I learned that from Pretty Woman. You don't kiss on the lips when you're a sex worker. Well, that was so she didn't fall in love with Richard Gere. That was a different reason. But yeah, you're right. I, I mean, did learn that also. And I learned that when I was like eight. Mm-hmm. See? What better education? <laughs> than? Than a prostitute. Sure. A sex worker. You're right. You know what? I'm coming over to Rafe's side of this logic. Yeah, there's a picture of him, uh... Like, what a bloody face. Wow. Ew. ShamWow Pitchman's Brutal Beatdown. That guy, I mean, look up the ShamWow guy. I'm- Vince keeps pitching ShamWow despite prostitution arrest. I learned here. You're going to learn the ShamWow. <laughs> Vince, it's not going over as well as it used to with you not having a tongue at all. Oh, come on. <laughs> I still got good energy. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <but> it's <laughs> Oh, I guess he that beat her energy. up after she oh bit him. Oh my god! Oh lord! Yeah, that's a whole. It's a whole thing. Wowie wowie! Somebody put. He had a mugshot, and somebody put the weird little microphone headset on his mugshot, so it looks like he's got it on. <laughs> what do you see? His mugshot. mugshot. His face is all bloody. Right. Vincent Shalomi, arrested after cops say he allegedly hired a hooker, whom he took back to his hotel. He began kissing the hooker when she allegedly bit his tongue and wouldn't let go. <laughs> <laughs> he then punched the prostitute several times until she released his tongue. Both the prostitute and Vince arrested for felony aggravated battery. God, what an... So they declined to prosecute either one. 
They were just like, this really? is such a big mess. We just don't even know where to begin. Yeah, wow. Two, right? It went to Hooge. Yeah. Huh. That dude so. looks like the Grinch. Like if the Grinch were a person, like without he looks being like, green. He looks like Beavis. Beavis, yes. Yeah. He looks like Beavis. There well, you go. There's the uh, sex ed teacher who wound up uh, getting fired from school after being exposed as a uh, former escort. And speaking of gluttony, which we are, yes, we're do, we did very well in gluttony. We're a food city. We're a food mm-hmm. city. Um, yeah, just some food news real quick. Uh, McDonald's is uh, bringing back adult Happy Meals. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember when it was. They did it like they a year to... ago or two yeah, years ago. Yeah, and they sold out really quick. Uh, the growing up Happy Meal because I don't know why. Nostalgia, I guess. Yeah, but it was also, when it, didn't they bring it back in 2020-ish? Kind of in that season of where everyone was just wanting to be a kid again. And... Uh, they're, they're bringing these back on December 11th. They're expected to sell out quickly. Uh, it's a, They offer a Big Mac or 10-piece chicken nuggets, fries, and a drink. Most notably, uh, I guess they're bringing back the McNugget Buddy Collectibles. Breathe. I have to just breathe through this. I know. This is, this is, this is through hard this for me. I'm As also, you know, McDonald's in 2023. You're I, almost there. I know. That you're almost stretch. there. 31 days. You, you need an advent calendar for no, McDonald's. No. No, you're almost hold there. tight. Hold all right, strong. All right, all right, all right. Uh, if, you, uh, if you buy Kraft Mac and Cheese, you know what to expect. Macaroni, cheese, and... And the cheapest, easiest, least nutritious meals of the week. Yeah. Right, that's that's Damn a, delicious. That, yeah. That's Kraft Mac and Cheese. But that's about to change. And not that last part. Uh, Kraft is nixing the cheese. Uh, it's called Kraft Not Mac and Cheese. And I guess they're doing this dairy-free alternative to oh, the usual powder cheese. That's good. Yes, that powder cheese has dairy. Uh, it'll be showing up in grocery stores soon. It's going to come in two varieties, original and white cheddar with shells. I'm down, man. I buy the Daya uh, vegan mac and cheese every yeah. now and then. I, I do have the normal Velveeta shells and cheese and the powdery uh, cheese mac and cheese, too. But um, that's neat. I'll, I'll try it. The vegan cheese, quote-unquote, sauce is made from fava bean protein mm. and coconut oil powder, which Kraft says has a, quote, similar taste, look, and feel to dairy-based mac and cheese. In other words, it's better than it sounds. It will mm. taste different. In fact, their press release describes it as mouth-watering. It won't be. But it's good if you, a lot of people are lactose intolerant and can't have what we all have with mac and cheese. They get disruption. So it's true. Here's the thing. Uh, I was talking to somebody about this yesterday. Like uh, my pasta intake needs to really, really, di- I need to dial it down a little bit. I feel you on that. Like I need to, I'm Italian. What? <laughs> I like my pasta. I, but it needs to be dialed down. And somebody says, hey, why don't you try uh, gluten-free or they got chickpea yeah. pasta. Right. Chickpeas, yeah. And I mean, it's different. I said, you know what? I just rather would rather not have it. You know what's good? Than try to be fooled into something that's not. It's not about not. being fooled, but it's still getting the, the sauces you love and all that. Don't urinate on my and leg and tell me it's raining, okay? I won't okay. do that, but I and will tell you. And the texture of the chickpeas are yummy. I've come around on spaghetti squash. That's fine. Yes. <laughs> It's not the same. It's you can't the go same. in there Good. thinking. But that don't it's say the we're same. having. Sp- you were having spaghetti tonight, you and can you put, put spaghetti, spaghetti sauce and and meat in it. Dude, and then it's, it's I love spaghetti. Good. It's like angel hair. Too. It's basically good. angel hair. It's yum. a pain it's, in the ass not. to make. Don't call it that. Call it spaghetti squash. Yeah. Spaghetti yeah, squash. But I'm, I'm saying not trying to make it something it's not. Well, I'm not trying to ruin everybody's 2024 on this show. But I and I told you guys guys this yesterday as I pieced out. I think I'm going to go dairy free 
in 2024. That's a year hardcore, brother. And I am, I'm a cheese queen, and I... Hardcore cheese queen. I don't know. So, like, I've done with McDonald's this year. I haven't had it all year. I think I'm going to do that with cheese. Nice. Well, that's stupid. I'm going to be... Just being honest. I'm going to be such a bitch next year. <laughs> but again, it's with the... It's with the... Uh, <laughs> the, the, the match meat stuff. Like, don't tell me it's something. And hey. it's not. Hey, I had fake chicken last night, okay? And it was damn delicious with a baked potato and Brussels sprouts. Thank you for saying it's fake chicken because it's not chicken. Yeah, it's not real chicken. Like, oh, I made pasta tonight. No, you didn't. You yeah. made chickpea something. No, this we is chickpea say, something. We always say impossible burgers like right. when we make them. Yeah. I'll tell you uh, what, don't get these miracle noodle things. Have you seen this? Oh, no. they come in like They're the clear. bag. Ugh. They look like, they, it is the Like the a most, rice noodle? It's so disgusting. It? No, it's it's made of like kelp or something. Is this slugs or something? Just don't do it. Just no, and I've seen those in the store. They come in like a bag. It's like a, uh, the noodles are like clear. You know what I mean? Like you can almost, like the glass they're noodles? almost translucent. But, the, but they come in a wet bag, right? They do, they're in a wet bag. Mm. Oh. I don't know. No. I've seen I tried them, it. I said, what monster would buy these? I tried it and I got to tell you. Perfect. Huh? I almost passed away. Oh, <laughs> you did? I almost passed so away from from how sad that made me. Yeah, when I got inside. Yeah, my he mouth. almost killed him. Um, and one more thing before we move on. Um, when was the last time anybody's been to Red Lobster? Too long. Um, yeah, I haven't. We had used a to go there. As, in a while. That used to be a treat to go. I felt like I was there on Thanksgiving when you wheeled out them Cheddar Bay biscuits. <gasps> yeah, I did. Bay I made the Cheddar Bays. He did, and I. You buried the I lead. I took him to pound. Oh, I made. Pound. I made two boxes of Cheddar Bays Ugh. and had plenty left over. Well, I'm really happy you didn't bring any in on Monday. They were gone by the time we came back. Gone. My sister made a breakfast thing mixed with that, but it had meat in there and all this, and it was these basically patties, but using the Red Lobster seasoning. Mm. It was amazing. Yeah. Like, Love the, the Cheddar Bays. Well, they have their endless shrimp thing going on. Right now? I'm going to do the endless shrimp at uh, uh-uh. Red Lobster. Let's do it. I'm a shrimp snob. I don't like the little bitty shrimps. Remember there's an old Simpsons episode with you. in which uh, in which the sea captain opens an all-you-can-eat seafood joint, which was a big mistake because Homer came in. <laughs> I forgot about and that. And Homer, like, they're like, uh, you got to leave. He had his bottomless stomach. Homer handily exploits the deal, leading to a lawsuit. Maybe all-you-can-eat is a garbage idea in real life, too. Um, because I guess when they do the endless shrimp deal at Red Lobster, they take a bath. Like Red Lobster takes a huge loss. It's like kelp with whales. Why do they do this then? So per Restaurant Business Magazine, back in June, Red Lobster took one of their more popular limited time offers, Ultimate Endless Shrimp, which Ultimate Endless Shrimp, 20 bucks. And now they've made it a permanent fixture on the menu. But is it the small little dinky shrimps or is it the big old honkers? You ain't getting up. You're not getting like gulf shrimp. You're not getting the big ones, but I mean, you get as many shrimp as you want. It's it's ultimate and endless. I'm not into that. So the good news is if you're a Red Lobster shareholder, uh, the traffic at Red Lobster grew by by 4% in this year's third quarter. The bad news, they posted a huge loss. Because they're yeah. taking a bath on the endless shrimp. Wild. I could see that. I don't know what the going rate is to get shrimp to the Midwest, but it can't be super cheap. I mean, it's expensive right on the Gulf where it's right there. 
So I can't imagine what it costs to ship it here and then give an endless supply. Yeah, but even you're if not you, getting Gulf shrimp, I, even I if you uh, even if you go to a red lobster, even if you go to a red lobster down in New Orleans, I don't think you're getting Gulf shrimp. No, you're not. Yeah, they ship it in still. They from ship there. it in wherever. To some yeah. central location, then ship it out. I to would all the imagine, in order to keep up with their demand, it has to be farmed, right? I guess so, but yeah, somebody says they get you in the door so you could spend money on drinks, but they took a huge <laughs> loss. They're expected to lose twenty million bucks. Wow! Because most likely the endless shrimp deal was such a. <laughs> Why do they keep doing this to themselves? Yeah. I don't know, but they upped the price now to twenty-five bucks. They want to keep it on the menu. But they've upped the price of the end of the shrimp from 20, 20 bucks to 25 bucks. So just so you guys know. All right. That's good for your stomach, too, all that. Shrimp. All that. Oh, you get shrimp scampi. Where do you guys get, you get shrimp in town? I get it at Whole Foods. Like if I'm wanting big old $30 bags of Gulf shrimp frozen. I don't, I don't love shrimp. Yeah, I haven't. I don't I think do. I've really ever bought shrimp in Deerberg's. my life. Really? Yeah. Deerberg's has fresh it. shrimp. It's, I know it's a pricey. Deerberg's can be pricey, but that's I'll go there and just get, like, they have a fresh. It's thawed out. It's not frozen. It's like a fresh seafood, and they're big Gulf shrimp. Yeah, like, Stuck's has them, too. And you, if you go to the frozen, the frozen, uh, they got frozen shrimp there, too. Do you too. grill them? Uh, I or have. How do you prepare it? I, I saute uh, some butter and garlic and a lemon. Oh, it's like a scampi, like yeah. shrimp scampi. And I just do it that that way. I also do. Uh, oh man, shrimp and grits. Don't even. Yeah. Get my kids started. love shrimp. Talk and about I'll, it. And I'll oh. buy them. I'll buy them with oh, the geez. shells on and everything. And I'll sit at the sink and and. I don't like that. Take the poop out of them. I don't do that. Oh, I eat the vein. It? I'm just gonna be straight up. I eat the vein. Yeah. Oh, you do. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Nasty. Poop. I wonder what it's that breath was. It is poop. That it, it literally their digestive. Yes, it's it a is. Vein. It's, it's a vein. It's their digestive tract. You I eat are it. Eating shrimp poopy. I'm here. I eat it. I eat shrimp poop. Like you, t- you take a knife and you run it along the back and you take that thing out. Mm-hmm. It's gross. You can see the poop in there. I learned that from David Spade. Thank you. I don't care. You're eating the cockroach of the sea already. So if you're worried about that's that little a good point. Yes, thing. you're eating. Well, the they're thing bottom that eats feeders. Garbage <laughs> yeah. from the bottom of the ocean. Right. So she. Well, the cockroach of the sea is lo- is a lobster. I mean that too. I mean those veins. Yeah, they're too. all the rat of are, the sea. Those are sea bugs. Yeah, yeah. they're all yeah. bugs, man. All right, enjoy. Uh, that's brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Hit up hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. In fact, uh, some of the Hotshots girls are coming by later on. Nice. We'll talk about all the December happenings at, uh, at Hotshots and play a game with them. But uh, today we celebrate Matthew Dalton from Park Hills, Missouri, our team yeah, member today. Matthew. Uh, Matthew is a longtime fan of the show, has been a listener for the past two years now. Supports many of the causes that the Riz Show participates in and misses Jeff very much, as do we. Uh, loves our banter, tops a discussion, the overall general structure of the show. Match Up with Moon is his favorite segment and appreciates all the hard work that's contributed to the show. Well, thank you, Matthew. Matthew Dalton from Park Hills, Missouri is our Team Riz member of the day. Get super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, it's Riz. Winter weather is right around the corner, so now's the perfect time for you to make plans to get your family's vehicles over to our good friends at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers for new tires and for pre-winter auto service and repairs. Now at Dobbs, through the end of the month, at all 43 Dobbs locations, you can get spectacular deals on new tires just in time for winter weather driving. I'm talking about money saver deals on great tire brands, including savings of up to 300 bucks on a new set of Goodyear tires, plus valuable deals on new sets of Michelin, 
BF Goodrich, Continental, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com. That's GoToDobbs.com for complete details on all of Dobbs' November deals. You know it's never easy to predict the future. You don't have a crystal ball. Now think about four months from now. Are you going to be happy at your current job? Is your paycheck going to stretch far enough? Now you could change your life in just four months. Thanks to Centric. Centric prepares you for a career in the fastest growing industry in the world. That's technology. Centric's hands-on program teaches you the actual job skills you need to get hired. And they're with you every single step of the way. They will help you land a job because Centric teaches you the actual skills employers are looking for. And again, they help you land a job and you could make that change today by going to centric.com slash R-I-Z-Z. That's centric, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash R-I-Z-Z. Take control of your future at centric.com slash Riz, even if you have no IT experience and change your life today. Oh, and by the way, you could use your GI Bill for funding or pay for tuition. Centric.com slash Riz. Hey, this is Rafe from the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. That's right. You're talking to Captain Porksteak himself, and I want to talk to you about prize picks. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 100 times my money this basketball season. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players. And stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one fantasy sports app. Now, this week on Prize Picks, I'm looking at the playoff basketball board and selecting uh, Anthony Edwards for more than 29 points and Nikola Jocic for more than 10 rebounds, or Jalen Brunson for more than 30 points and Tyrese Halliburton for more than 10 assists. And WNBA's right around the corner. I'm going to pick Caitlin Clark to make three pointers on my lineup when the women's basketball season tips off later this month. Download the app today and use code RIZ for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I'm going to repeat that. Download the app today and use code RIZ for the first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I love prize picks and you will too. Prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Nice weather yesterday, spending time out on the deck. My deck, courtesy of Chesterfield Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, I think 2018, the the deck was in in disrepair. And we're trying to put Band-Aids on it. Like, the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, So we we eventually had to do it. We had to to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a teardown of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um... We did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention the Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Uh- Hi, this is Brian Shen, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy Captain. birthday, Riz. Captain Shen. All right, welcome back to the show. 314-624-3833, 618-398-3833. Those are the phone numbers. Nick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz, the socials at R-I-C-Z. Show your emails. RizShow, 1057thepoint.com. Send us your instant feedback through the 1057thepoint mobile app. So we got a whole bunch of stuff happening today. 
Thing number one. The Craigslist Freak of the Year semifinals, the final semifinal matchup. After today, the finals will be set, which will be next week. Wow. Craigslist Freak of the Year finals. Thing number two. Rafe's not going to be here tomorrow. I'm out. Rafe's out tomorrow, so... Going to Knoxville. We've got to get the e-memoriam in for this week, so we'll do that today. Rafe's e-memoriam coming up. Short week e-memoriam. Uh, your buddy Kenny DeForest will be here. Kenny D. Kenny D. Money dude. Going to be at St. Charles Funny Bone all weekend. Go check him out. So he's going to come in and uh, hang out for a little bit. we got the Hot Shots girls coming in around 9 o'clock. Also, World Series champion Benji Molina will be in studio. That's amazing. Benji Molina in studio. By the way, this is like nine shows in one. Today. I know. I know. The biggest follow I think I've ever had is uh, he just followed me yesterday. Benjamin Molina did? Yeah. He's a good guy. Dude, it's so cool. That's uh, Polo's uh, radio broadcast yeah. partner. Yeah. So he's, Polo he's awesome. does the play-by-play stuff on the Spanish side of things for the uh, for the Cardinals, and uh, Benji does the color commentary, and he's such a good dude. Have you met him? He's very, very I have. nice. Yeah. You've met him? Have you met him, uh, Rafe? I have, yeah. I went up and uh, hung out with him during a game one day. Such a good Super guy. nice guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very cool dude. So the fun fact about uh, Benjamin Molina is back in, I believe it was 2010. So in 2010, he started as the catcher for the Giants and was traded to the Rangers midseason back in 2010. The World Series that year was Giants versus Rangers. So he was guaranteed a World Series ring that year, win or lose. Dang. Which I don't know if if any other player, if that's happened to any other player. Hmm. I don't know. Like, so you got traded to the eventual World Series champion, but your team you were traded with, to played that team in the World Series. I don't know if that's ever happened to anybody else. But again, he's a good guy, and he's actually coming in to talk about a, a toy drive he's doing. Yeah, and Benji has one of my favorite stats in MLB history where he hit a home run, but they ruled it a single at first, so they stopped him at first base, and they were at the bottom, I think the ninth inning or something, so they put a pinch runner in because he's a catcher. Right. And um, and then uh, they reviewed it, and they showed it was a home run, so the pinch runner got the run for it. He didn't get the count for the run, but he got the home run, but not a count for the run. But not the run, actually. Yeah, he's the only guy to ever do that. So he's doing, Benji's doing a toy drive uh, at 314 Sports Cards in Olivet on Saturday from 10 to noon. He's going to be there in person signing autographs, taking pictures with anyone who brings in a new unwrapped toy. And anyone who donates a toy can enter to win uh, special prizes. So that's this Saturday from 10 to noon at 314 Sports Cards on Olive Boulevard in Olivet. It's in the same plaza there as a DMV go. down there. I'll get your license signed. Get your license done. Bring a bring a new unwrapped toy for the kiddos. And take a picture with Benjamin Molina. Okay. Meet the man himself. All right, today is uh, November 30th, back in the day, 46 years ago, 1977. David Bowie performs a duet with Bing Crosby on his Christmas special. They sang Little Drummer Boy. Hmm. Anybody remember seeing the video of them doing that? No. It's a pretty awkward. Sure. Uh, I think the story goes that Bing Crosby had no idea who David Bowie was. That's incredible That's in itself. The best. I mean, this is 1977. Gosh, but that's so like good. prime Bowie. Yeah, the Will Ferrell. But Bing Crosby was like a million was years old. Was old as hell I know, then. I know. Yeah, have you seen the Will Ferrell spoof of that? Yes, it's so very good. funny, man. Uh, 44 years ago, 1979, Pink Floyd releases "The Wall." Uh, 41 years ago, 1982, Michael Jackson releases "Thriller." 
Still the best-selling album of all time. 29 years ago, 1994, Tupac Shakur shot five times while being robbed of $40,000 worth of jewelry outside a New York City recording studio. 27 years ago, 1996, the music truly died on this day when the genius that was Tiny Tim succumbed to a heart attack mm. at the age of 63. 19 years ago, 2004, Ken Jennings ends his 74-game winning streak on Jeopardy. His earnings on the show totaled an incredible $3,022,700. Uh, 16 years ago, 2007, legendary motorcycle stuntman Evil Knievel dies in Florida. He was 69. And one year ago today, in 2022, Christine McVie of Fleetwood Mac dies from a stroke mm. at the age of 79. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. BrightHouseCo.com. 636-600-0188. Darius Rucker is the next celebrity to receive a coveted star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And he was stunned to hear this news. He says, is this real? Honored to receive the 2,766 star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He added, if you are in Hollywood sometime down the road, check it out uh, at 7065 Hollywood Boulevard. And his music career began, of course, as the lead singer of Hootie and the Blowfish. And then after a successful run, he crossed over into country as a solo artist in 2008. And since then, he's released four number one albums, produced 10 chart-topping mm. singles, and he was inducted into the Grand Ole Opry in 2012. I have a couple of mashups here. Let's start with the Hootie one. Just to remind ourselves of the greatness in the 90s that was Hootie Dude, and the Hootie and the Blowfish mm -hmm. Band cracked rear view. That was a great record. It was. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me get uh, the audio here. Dude, I keep telling Moon he's got to cover this with a teenage shirt back. Oh, yeah. uh, I think so. Yeah, that's. I have to go. That was a band I realized I, have I to go was too. an adult because all of a sudden, when I was a kid, I didn't really care for it. And then you turn into an adult, and you're like, "That music's really good." Me too. Good, I right? know. Listen, everybody yeah. thought it was cheese ball music. Yeah. No, it's super. It came good, out. It's when I hear machine. "Hooting the Blowfish," I think of junior year in high school. Yeah. And I think in a, I think of going to the junior ball with uh, this one girl. Oh. Who broke your heart? She didn't break my heart. She was. Ice Queen. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Wait, well, hey, let's listen to some of his country music too, because I, th this is part of Hootie that I or Hootie that I didn't really follow. I'm not a country fan. Yeah, person. once once Darius Rucker went to the uh, yeah his wagon wheel. Man, I was uh. such a dick when I first got into radio. I, I was that. I was working the red carpet at an event. Yeah. And I kept calling him Hootie. Did he not like on that? on purpose? He didn't. He was very nice. He is like the nicest. I, man. I kept yelling, and I knew it was Darius, and I Hootie. And it was one of those red carpet velvet rope things where, uh -huh. you know, there's like a million reporters yeah. and I was one and I had the microphone out. Hootie! <laughs> and he came over and he couldn't have been nicer and I was such a douche. Why are I you the way that, that you are? <laughs> Let's hear some of his country music. Country stuff. I don't either. 
it's very, I know it's very popular. Yeah. I'll, I'll, popular. I'll stick with the 90s jams. I mean, his Hootie and the Blowfish for me is one of those time machine bands, you know? Anyway, uh, Darius, his uh, Hollywood Walk of Fame star ceremony will be on Monday, December 4th. And you can live stream it at walkoffame.com. So congratulations to him. We are Pearl Jam fans in this room. We are. Matt Cameron says that the next album has been completed. He was talking to Vinyl Guide. He says, we did make a record with Andrew Watt. It's in the can. It's mastered, mixed, ready to go. And while he hopes the album will come out next year, he said the powers that be are trying to figure out what's uh, a good time for it to come out and planning a tour behind it and all that stuff. Dude, Andrew Watt... That kid, everything that he has touched, the Ozzy solo records, these last two ones, um, his work with uh, Glenn Hughes in California Breed, this guy is like... He's done a lot of stuff. He's the new Rick Rubin, like, of now. Like, he's not going to be as good as Rick Rubin. I'm not trying to say that. But this guy has an ear for what people want to hear and what's going to be a hit maker in the rock world. And it's what the rock genre needs. So I'm excited about this. No Pearl Jam record in the can. When did he say we're going to get it? Possibly next year with a tour behind. I didn't think their last record was bad. I didn't either. I thought their last record was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. And I loved whenever they were in town. They killed it that night too. killed it. Scott Stapp of Creed has released another track from his upcoming solo album called Higher Power, which is due out on March 15th. You'll check that out on the blog. Uh, the Rolling Stones have teamed up with Paul McCartney. You know, the, the Beatles versus Stones debate for the last million years. Um, anytime these guys can get together and do something, it's special. And so there's a video that was released for Bite My Head Off. This is off of the new Stones record, Hackney Diamonds. Um, here's a little bit of Mick talking about how Paul McCartney played bass on the track. Take it away, Mick. And he said, wow, I'm Paul playing bass on you. You know, I said, what number was Paul going to play bass on? Like, depending on you, a ballad? And he said, no, 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 it's him on a punk number. So I said, can he really do that? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just nailed it, you know, in like two takes. It's just great. There's a ton of F-bombs in the music video, so we won't play that. But this is a little clean taste of that song, Bite My Head Off. Bite My Head Off. Yeah. Have you listened to it? I haven't. My mom was texting me yesterday. She's trying to get Stones tickets for Vegas. Nightmare. Uh, nightmare, bro. Like Taylor Swift. I still got it, man. I just picture Mick good. dancing back and forth doing his little chicken dance. Sounded good to me. Sounded yeah. good to me, wow. man. It's the Stones. It's the Stones and have, Paul McCartney. Have you ever seen the Stones? No, and I want to. Oh, I've seen I them had, twice. We had tickets in Kansas City a couple years ago, and I can't, I think I had a comedy, something came up that I had to take, some kind of comedy opportunity, and I was devastated. I had to sell them because they were expensive. I mean, even then they were expensive. I think I got them for like 500 bucks a piece, and I could not afford it. My mom is in the pit. This is her number one band. She's seen them like a million times. Wow. And she gets pit tickets. And have she's, you seen them? I have. Oh, I saw the Stones front row once. Oh, my God. How cool is that? It's going to be in my book. Because there was Where a story. Was it at? There's a story to go along with it. Uh, get book. that book written. It's going to be in my book called Noted, which would be out in 2033. Oh, it's a good Mark year. Your calendars. Mark your calendar. I can't uh, wait to read your book. Front row, giant stadium. Mm. Dang. What's the story entail? Give us a little sneak peek. You don't have to tell the story. Howard Stern, okay, the backup quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts at the time. Wow. All right, makes and sense. And now Kobe Beth Stern. <laughs> and who? Oh, you got to meet Beth. 
Oh, yeah. That's cool. I love that. But none that. of the stones? Uh, no, and the story goes, the story ends with me being left at Giant Stadium by myself. <laughs> Sitting on a curb waiting for my roommate to find a car to come pick me up. Stay one, tuned. One tier. Stay tuned. Hear all about it and note it coming out in 2033. Spotify <laughs> dropped their annual rap lists yesterday, uh, and this probably won't come as any surprise. Taylor Swift topped most of the streamed artists list for the U.S. and globally. Now, uh, the most streamed artists in the U.S., the top five, Bad Bunny at number five, The Weeknd, Morgan Wallen, Drake, and Taylor Swift. The most streamed songs in the U.S. this year, number five, Boys a Liar Part Two, which is Ice Spice. Um, number four, Ella, I don't speak Spanish, Ella Vera Sola uh-huh. um, from... Elsaban, Armado, and Peso Pluma. Got See? it. Thank you. Miley Cyrus's Flowers at number three. Kill Bill from SZA and Morgan Wallen's song Last Night. Surprisingly, none streamed. of those songs in my top five. What? Very, oh, you know what? Do you have your top five? I have my oh. top five. I don't do Spotify for music. I do Apple Music, but I, they put out a list I do. I well. do want to say a, a big thanks to the to the Riz Show listeners who had the Riz Show as their number one podcast on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. And leave the top five out there. I, I, and I, yeah, even top five. And I couldn't, I, I'm not going to write everybody back because there's a lot of people that, that sent us messages, but thank you all uh, very much. And it's appreciated. Thank you for listening this year. Thanks for streaming us wherever you stream us. So cool. Whether it be Spotify or whether it be, you know, Apple Podcasts. But a lot of people sent us their screenshots of the Riz Show being their number one podcast. Oh, I'm retweeting so thank them. Thank you guys awesome. so much. So keep them coming. We'll just, yeah, thank you we'll guys. clog the feed. Um, what Do you guys have your list in front of you? I do. Um, what are your artists? My artist, man, it was an Allison Chains year for me, me. as well. Because Allison really? Chains was my top artist streamed on Spotify. Allison Chains, followed by Pearl Jam, followed by the Smashing Pumpkins, followed by Queens of the Stone Age, mm-hmm. followed by Nine Inch Nails. My top five. Wow. Five was Allison Chains. Led Zeppelin was number four. Foo Fighters number three. Spirit Box number two, and Aerosmith was my number one this nice. year. I was getting ready for that show. Yeah, I had no classic rock. Really? Normally, I normally I'll have like a classic rock band in there somewhere. Not mm-hmm. this year. What about you, uh, Scott? All right, my fifth, because uh, I'm very hip, I guess, is Post Malone. Cool. Okay, Post Malone. And then it was Tame Impala for number four, and then threes where I get crazy. E- Ennio Morricone. That's number three. Okay. Uh, number two, Marty Robbins. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Hip, what up, Marty Robbins? Yeah. And uh, one is, uh, and I'm in a top point zero five percent fan of this is Inya. She's and you're not one. joking. Well, no, that's it said it, it, said it on their thing. It tells you the Beautiful. percentage you are, and I was way too high up. I'm like, I need to reduce Dude, that. I spent an exorbitant amount of my night trying to figure out how Inya got to the top of your list. Mm. When you put it in well, the group she, thread, I was that's like, love making music. I know. Yeah. It is. No, at the beginning, that's of year, scheduled love making yeah, music. No, I um, at the beginning of the year, I was. I'd put her on right at bedtime and set it for an hour and a half or so, and she would put me to sleep. Okay. Well, how many minutes listened? Uh, minutes total is 37,377. And my top genre, classic country pop, of course. whatever that is. I had 20,243 minutes listened. What about you, Rafe? 20,243. 46,145 minutes. New Americana was my top genre. My top artists were, no surprise, the Avid Brothers number one, Guy Clark, David Allen Coe, Waylon Jennings, and Gregory Allen Isakoff. My top songs were Are You Sure Hank Done It This Way by Waylon, because that's when I'm tired. When I'm on the road and I'm tired and I'm driving, that's how I get I got a list of, like, pump-me-up songs. That's the first song on it. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, Blacklist by John Moreland. 
great artist, Ramblin' Gamblin' Man by Bob Seger, because I live what I say on the air. Yeah, I love that song. Uh, Holding Out for a Hero by Bonnie Tyler. And, of course, coming in at number five, which is low, Reba McIntyre's Fancy. Nice. Nice. Uh, what were your top songs? My top songs, uh, Spirit Box, The Void. The Dirt I'm Buried In from Avatar. Uh, and then these last three are songs that we play in my band that I, like, listen to to learn. And right. so uh, The Baby's Midnight Rendezvous, Pat Benatar's Hit Me With Your Best Shot, and Aerosmith's Come Together. Uh, what are your top songs? Uh, Wheels on the Bus, Skip Skip to My Lou. Uh, no, it's all India songs, so... Uh, Caribbean Blue is number two. A Day Without All Rain is number songs. one. And that's a jammer if you need. I always started every night with that one. And yeah. uh, all hers are, it's just in your songs. Oh, I, I don't know. Okay, my top song was Cherub Rock from Smashing Pumpkins. Sweet. Followed by Privilege from Incubus. Good. Uh, really? I love that That was my song. number two song. Make hey, yourself. I wouldn't have not pegged Incubus in your no. top anything. Uh, Interesting. Geek Stink Breath from Green Day was number three. <laughs> right on. <laughs> that's awesome. Promenade from Street Sweeper Social Club. Great band. Was number four, and We Die Young from Allison Chains was number five. Hell yeah. I had a good year. I had yeah. a good year. You guys both had Allison Chains years. Wow. I love Allison And Chains. I get it because my year did not start off well. Yeah. And uh, mood music. Allison oh, so Chains kind of set the set the mood for the year. But that's, it ended it ended strong. Yeah. I think that's why I had a lot of Enio in my It's year. not over. It's not over. It's ending strong. There you go. Thank you. Some local news with celebrities. John Goodman is coming to the rescue, you guys. The Repertory Theater in St. Louis announced that it had a $2.5 million projected budget shortfall um, that they needed to meet by the end of the year in order to produce its second half of its season. The RFT is reporting that John Goodman is dropping in. He's literally saving this theater. He's coming to town for a rally for the rep. It's a holiday benefit experience that's happening on Sunday, December 17th. He's going to be on stage sharing his insights, anecdotes, a special holiday treat as well. Um, and so I've, if you grew up in St. Louis, you got dragged as a kid to the repertory theater to see plays like for your English classes. I and, and I say dragged. I mean, I loved it. I couldn't get enough of of going to this this cool building and just watching plays happen. And so we definitely don't want this thing to go away. Uh, and I love John Goodman for coming in town. He's going to be bringing with him the Lovettes, which is a Chicago-based girl trio inspired by the 40s, 50s, and 60s. And they're going to be doing um, some music, and he's going to be doing a chat. It's going to be really cool. I do want to bring something else up. And this you, you're talking about the budget shortfall. Mm-hmm. Just reminded me of this. So the headline here, and this is on... On Channel 5's website is Bally Sports may drop Cardinals and Blues in late 2024. Hear about this story? No. So the story goes, Bally Sports, which which has the channel for that the Blues are on, that the Cardinals are on, says they plan to drop regional sports broadcasts possibly in September of next year. Which means, as part of the wind down, that would mean our two local teams... The Cardinals and the Blues will have to find other TV and streaming arrangements. Darn okay. it, we might be able to watch their games now? Oh, that'd be <laughs> terrible. Please, please. Do we not? It. And I'm stupid because I don't have cable or anything. So, Bally Sports Midwest is not like on regular TV. Yeah. It's not like a. And Bally's made 10. it impossible to find where to get it. It's, oh, really? You have to have cable. It's so. I mean, yeah, yeah. Bogus, you got to have. Man. I mean, uh, can you stream? Like you got to have you direct can't, TV. I don't think you do. Uh, last I checked, you couldn't order them just per month. I was trying. And then if you go to the MLB, you can't watch Cardinal games. So it's just huh. like, what the heck? Oh, uh, so if you go to MLB.com, you, it blacks out. Yeah, it blacks out. Wow. Local. 
So it's obnoxious. I mean, that's, so that's a that's get free, a big get deal. Free. That is a big Return deal. Return to St. Louis, please. I'm glad you brought that up because I did not have that in sports for uh, upcoming. The disclosure comes <laughs> as parent Diamond Sports Group revealed in bankruptcy filings that its uh, St. Louis subsidiary, Bally Sports Midwest, which broadcasts and streams Cardinals and Blues games via television and their app, posted a net loss of $13.8 million for the nine months ended September 30th in 2022, reported a profit of $2.5 million. Yeah. So, yeah, so it looks like the Cardinals and Blues will find, will have to find somewhere else. Okay. That's interesting. To be. Let's go back to 11. I wonder what people want. You know, well, I don't know. What, what do people want? What do they want to just come just, back to Channel 4? Like, what what, what do we yeah, need to do? Yeah, you could just have it on TV where you could have an antenna and watch the games. They still get all the ads. They get every, like, way more eyes watching it. I don't understand why they dropped that. I wonder. Because if, they paid a lot of money to get the streaming rights and, and TV rights. Oh, yeah. man. You know, I bet local channels are excited about this, though. Because it costs a lot good. of money. To get the rights, sure, to air these games. But I'm but you sure know what? someone need the like revenue boost a lot of local TV. I bet YouTube or Apple or one of them will sweep this up in a second, mm. which is good. I guess. I don't know. But obviously, it doesn't make money for whomever whoever has, it. has mm. it. Well, I think the reason it didn't make money for them is the way they set themselves up. If they could have had deals with big networks like Hulu and YouTube and all that, where if you were you know, spend an extra dollar a month or two dollars a month to get their add on. Oh, somebody's saying you could buy Bally's by the month on their app. Oh, 20 they, bucks a month. I tried earlier uh, at a certain point and they didn't have it, so I didn't check it. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that's uh, good news. In other celebrity news, Shannon Doherty's, Doherty's stage four cancer has spread to her bones, but she says she is not done fighting. She tells People Magazine, I don't want to die. I'm not done with living and I'm that's not done with sad. loving. Mm. Um, she was originally diagnosed with breast cancer in 2015. She had a followed by chemotherapy and radiation. In April of 2017, she announced she was in remission, uh, but then in 2019, it returned, and in 2020, she was diagnosed with um, metastatic stage four cancer, and it eventually spread to her brain, and she had to have surgery to remove the tumor, but she says she's not done, so she's going to keep fighting through, and all good love to her. Um, Bunny McDougal, do you know who that is? Bunny McDougal. Does that name resonate with you guys at all? Not at all. Bunny uh. McDougal. Well, the ladies listening, and maybe some of the men, remember her as Trey McDougal's mother in the hit show, Sex and the City. Maybe one of the worst mother-in-laws of all time. And uh, she was played by Frances Sternhagen, and she died at the age of 93 on Monday. Oh, She's, I think that's a congratulations. It's a congratulations. Congratulations. I, I rewatch Sex and the City pretty much every day. And when I get to the McDougal family, I always think about, oh, is that lady alive still? Because she's super old in the show, and that yeah. came out in the 90s. And so I'm happy to see she made it to 93. So rest yeah. in peace. Um, you can continue to argue whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie while watching it at your local theater. The 1988 classic is returning to the multiplex for one week this holiday season. Fans will be able to see Die Hard at AMC theaters starting on December 8th. So mm. check your local. Well, listing. it is a Christmas movie. We got tons of emails about it. We have definitive proof. Someone sent me a TikTok, a song about it. It is definitively happens on Christmas Eve. He's going to a Christmas party. He's wished Merry Christmas when he gets off the plane. Christmas there are 12 bad guys that die in the movie, 12 Days of Christmas. Oh, Not a coincidence. He's got a, they actually sell uh, sweatshirts that say, ho, 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 now I have a machine gun as Christmas sweaters. I think we can officially put this to What does the director right. say? What is the writer of the movie? The director say? S. Claus says it is <laughs> indeed a Christmas a movie. Okay, well, yeah. 
Oh, apparently the Bally's app only shows blues games, not Cardinal games. Oh. There you go. Okay, good. All right, and finally. There's Making some it tougher. Terrible like it. sequels. I wouldn't say Die Hard 2 is a bad sequel, right? It's pretty good. Die Hard 2 was the airport, right? Airplane, yeah. He ends up in a plane. I don't know if the whole thing's on a plane. Uh, I like Die Hard 3. Mm. Yeah, with a vengeance. Yeah, that's with Samuel that's Jackson. I didn't make it that far. Oh, that's a good one. That's, that's a good one. Might be. It. It's not better than the first one, but it is. It's, it's up there. I think it's equal. Sam Jackson elevates Jeremy it. Irons. Yeah, Jeremy Irons is great. It's Hans Gruber's brother. So they call back the first one. Oh, it's that's good. a good movie. Well, let's talk about the terrible sequels. Um, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the number ten one right now. So Tremors, Tremors two, yeah. made the list. Terrible oh, was, sequel. Was Kevin Bacon in Tremors two? Yeah. Or what Michael? Is- or is it just Michael Gross? I don't think. He, yeah, I don't think he was in it. Michael Gross, the wow. dad from Family Ties. And oh God. Reba McIntyre. And Reba McIntyre, his wife. Is that the underwear? <laughs> Who was awesome in Tremors one, by the way? Which one had her un- in the underwear? That was one of them. Number she nine. She was in her underwear. Who was the other guy? Who was the other main guy that was like? He was a good character actor from the 80s. He was in a lot of, like, uh... I think he may have just He died. was on Uncommon Valor. <laughs> yeah, he has, he's What's got the face. Uh, 1990s Tremors. That's Fred Ward. Fred Ward. Yeah, good Good looking. Yeah. Oh, he died last year. Like All right, Pete Fred. Fred. Yeah, he's a goofball. Oh, too. he was in The Right Stuff. He was in Joe Dirt. He was in uh, yeah, Uncommon Valor, I remember. Yeah. He was in oh, some He's other. a great, yeah, he was a good quintessential rabbit. 80s yeah. ensemble actor. And he has a cool look, man. Was he, he was in the sequel, right? Not Kevin. I'm not wow, sure. Wow, that's wild. Know. Anyway. We're going to do this for each one of these with who's in it and who's not. Think of other sequels that suck. Uh, Jaws can, 2. Jaws 2 did not make the top 10. The Mask. The Mask. Oh, with Jamie Kennedy sequel. Not on the Oh, that wasn't that no, Son of Mask? Perry. Son of Mask. It still counts though as a sequel, right? Yeah. There's an iconic 90s comedy that had a sequel Dumb recently. And oh, Dumb and Dumber 2. Dumb and Dumber 2 was the oh. number one terrible Worst sequel. sequel. Dude, yep. I could not disagree more. I honestly think that was a situation where I watched it and I was like, this is just Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, it's, it's the fun. exact same. You've just aged. You're not 12 anymore. So that style of comedy, you have, hopefully your comedic tastes have evolved. changed, evolved, and instead you're like, you're mad that they gave you the sequel you wanted. It just happened to be so far down the... That was yeah. the one with... Um, but I bet if you watch it with a 12-year-old kid, they'd be like, this is hilarious. Freda Felcher was uh, Kathleen Turner, right? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see it. Oh, you didn't see it? It's okay. Uh-uh. I, it's I don't funny, think it's man. the worst. I like it. Definitely not I just the like worst. that world. I like that world. It's silly and yeah. Silly. Some people would say that Temple of Doom from Indiana Jones is a terrible sequel. Oh. Some would say that. Is that on the list? It is not. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, like, let me give you this. Number nine, First Blood. And then Rambo, First Blood Part 2. What? Uh, That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. First Blood Part 2 was probably better than First Blood. Dude, it is It's rad. a very different movie. It's very different. It's they a very different from, movie. They pivoted from a ver- uh, an actual story about a <laughs> Vietnam veteran not being welcome home to turning Rambo into a sexy, oiled-up killing machine. Mm, yeah. yeah. But who's got still exploding arrows? Movie. That yeah. was exploding arrows. Still arrows. a good movie. <laughs> Dude, when so he's good. in the mud and his eyes open, like when you were a little kid... Everybody wanted that knife. Oh, yeah. This list sucks. And whenever they're talking about paintball yesterday, I saw his picture and was like, that's what I'm going to do, man. It's get in the mud and no one's going to see me and I'm going to win. All right. First Blood, the, fir- the first Rambo. I mean, it was like a serious. It's a great movie. Great movie. 
Uh, I think one person died. Like it was like the body count was only one. It was really uh, a story about yeah, Vietnam vet coming home and not being able to be yes. accepted into society. Yeah. He was uh, supposed to die. I watched the Sylvester Stallone doc. And I did he too. Said that. Uh, he changed the end of the script like he was supposed to die at the end. Troutman was supposed to kill him because he couldn't. And he's like, we're not doing He's like, all these Vietnam vets are going to watch this movie. I don't want them to feel like they have no hope. Wow, like, that's like, awesome. He's like, that's the hero of the movie who's a Vietnam vet gets killed because he can't adjust it. He's like, we can't. That's not the message. And because he did that, all of that, that iconic character. At all those other movies. Guys, I have to I'm have a female confession. I've never watched Rambo. We knew that. It's worth it. Okay. It's worth a watch. It's really good. Number eight on this list, Independence Day and Independence Day Resurgence. I forgot they made that. Uh, I, I never did saw too. that. Neither did I. Huh. Number seven, American Psycho and American yeah. Psycho number two. Who oh, plays Mila American? Kunis. Oh, Mila that's Kunis. right. I've not seen it, but I've seen the the still. I just it. read they were supposed to be like they changed it after they shot it to make it American Psycho 2. Oh, so they weren't originally going that route? <laughs> yeah. So they turned into Patrick Bateman? Kind of yeah. There was another, like, prequel sequel, sort of, with uh, Vanderbeek. Uh, Rules of Attraction. Rules of Attraction. Which is a He great was movie. either Patrick Bateman or Patrick Bateman's brother. This I is can't... his brother. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah, it's a prequel almost. Wow. Even though it's, it was all right. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. Um, number six on this list is Planet of the Apes. Hold on. Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Terrible. So this is the old school Planet of the Apes? I guess this is so. Charlton Heston. Yeah, 1968. Yeah. The new Planet of the Apes movies were good, dude. Yeah, the new ones are great. Not the one with Mark Wahlberg. No. The ones that was after. The, the Tim, that was the Tim Burton one, which was not great. Not great. But the ones after that were good. The, uh, the cool cups and stuff like that at the fast food chains were rad, though. That's that cool. first one. Number five on this list... Thor Ragnarok and then Thor oh. Love and Thunder. Oh, they were all right. Yeah. Number I like four, Taika Waititi. Airplane and Airplane 2, the sequel. Oh, Airplane okay. 2 was a space shuttle, right? Yeah. Uh, so let us guess to, the top three. They go okay. to space. It, eh, it was, <laughs> we got one, Dumb and Dumber, so we only need two and three, right? Yep. Give me a uh, I'm going to give you a genre. Year. Okay, so a number, genre and a year. number three uh, came out in the 70s and or maybe late 60s and it's a horror film maybe the most iconic Exorcist Halloween 2 The Exorcist, Exorcist. Okay. and Exorcist 2 The Heretic was the worst uh, sequel and there's been many sequels for The Exorcist uh, number 2 it is a music film it is a SNL film it is um, an iconic film and, and they a did a not Wayne's World two. No, God no. I like that one. I know that's amazing. No, this this one came out in the year two thousand. The sequel for this movie. It was an SNL movie. It was characters from SNL turned legendary. Early SNL. Blues Brothers two thousand. Uh, Blues Brothers. Oh, yeah, Blues Brothers that was a stinker, dude. That was a big stinker. Yeah. That was John. And I love John Goodman. Yeah. Even John, he couldn't John Goodman and. Uh, Jim Belushi, yeah. right? Belushi. That was one of those that I was so excited for as a kid, and and then you know you kind of was see it Jim Belushi in that, that was a movie. That was a movie. Was it still Dan Aykroyd? I was sick. It was still Dan, but I think Jim was also. He was in involved it. with it. Yeah. Jim was in the first one. Where was Jim Belushi? In he was it? in the gorilla suit. No idea. The first, the first Blues, Blues Brothers, Brothers movie is so freaking good. And it still good. holds up. Still holds up. And I love that scene at the mall where they're going, you know, they're driving through that. And they oh found a mall God. that was getting ready to be demolished. So they let them just come in and tear the tar out of it. It was so rad. So good. Such a good movie. Maybe that's Trading Places. 
John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd, James Brown. Oh. <laughs> All right. Today, uh, celebrating a birthday, Kaylee Cuoco from uh, The Big Bang Theory, Penny, is 38. Chrissy Teigen, so brave, is 38. <laughs> Elisha Cuthbert is 41. Clay Aiken, 45. DJ and producer Steve Aoki is 46. Ben Stiller, 58. Bo Mother F. And Jackson. Yeah. Badass, multi-sport athlete, Heisman Trophy winner, the first man selected for both the MLB All-Star Game and the NFL Pro Bowl. How old is Bo Jackson today? Well, we know he has exploding arrows for sure. He's Rambo. Um, I'm going to say he's... 55. I'm going to say 61. 61. Very good. Dang. Billy, uh, Billy Idol, 68. Manny Patankin. He's uh, Saul Berenson on Homeland, uh, Inigo Montoya in The Princess Bride, Manny Batankin is 71, director Ridley Scott is 86, and yeah. Woody Allen is 88 today. Mm. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, we're fun and fantasy meet, is Shannon Kelly. Today's birthday girl has been in 192 fine films, including Attack That Ass, Big Gulps 3, <laughs> Casting Couch Cougars, Elegant and Nasty, The Fetish Factory 2, Girls, Girls, Girls 2, Interracial Trailer Trash Moms, The Sexual Exploits of Jean Valjean, Truth or Bondage, and Who Can Forget a Role. In 2008's If You Like Me, You'll Love My Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon Kelly is 43 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on Celebrity. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back, and Rafe will regale us with this week's Regali. Immemorium. I mean, he's not here tomorrow. Normally, Immemorium is on Friday, but yeah, we got to get this done. Getting sent off a day early, St. Louis. So we'll do it uh, today. A very special Immemorium after the break. It's been, uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was, it was in disrepair. And the Colchesterville Fence deck, we did a, a complete teardown, and then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism, that's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Rizzo this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Attention, Riz Show fans and weirdos. Let me tell you about Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basement tea experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard. And Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods. Because the 
the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basementy experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Listening to the Rizzuto Show on 1057 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. Did uh, Rafe get, get his buddy out? Yeah, I, I think, think so. I was, right yeah, oh. I was looking outside the window and I see this little head just. Rafe is in the parking lot? No, no. The, <laughs> oh, his buddy, guests, his buddy yeah. Kenny, Kenny DeForest, who's at the St. Charles Funny Bone, will be uh, sitting in today. Uh, Moon is out. He'll be back tomorrow. Rafe is out tomorrow. He'll be back on Monday. Oh, there they are. Hey, fellas. We're here. We're on the air. Hello there. Kenny, Riz, that's Learn. That's Hi. King Scott. Yes. Nice Hello. to meet you, King. Take a seat, man. I like your sweater. Thank you. How's it going? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Uh, you're out at the uh, St. Charles Funny Bone this weekend. Yes, sir. And now you're here. What an honor, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. What an honor for you. Got to get an early it. jump on it, baby. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so uh, we got coming up, uh, Benji Molina is going to be here. So Benjamin Molina is going to be in studio at around 8:45. Uh, he's got a toy drive, a toy drive he's uh, promoting uh, for Saturday. Are you a sports fan? Oh yeah, big time. So you know Benjamin Molina? Oh yeah, that's awesome. World Series champion. Oh yeah. You know there's there's three Molina brothers. Yeah. Every one of them have won a World Series. <laughs> Ridiculous. So cool. I wish oh. they were talented. You know that'd be neat just to see them. So now Benji's got two. Yachty's got two. And the brother Jose, I think, is, I think he's got one, one with right? the Yankees. Yeah. Hmm. And they all played a decent amount of yeah. time. I mean, crazy. And yeah, that their dad has to be so proud of himself. I can't imagine. Like, I, I did kids. all that teaching. Is there a fourth Molina brother who's super pissed off? Well, he. <laughs> this well, is Rodney him. Molina. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he never even made the playoffs. Rodney Molina. Uh, this is Cooper Molina. He yeah. just. Uh, yeah, like Cooper yeah. Manning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He had a bad hip. He had yeah. hip dysplasia. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The Manning brothers. So you got Eli and uh, and uh, Peyton, oh. and there's the third brother, Cooper, that nobody talks about. Yeah, he's what? the uh, Peyton Manning of selling hardware. Mm-hmm. Cool. He's a good figure <laughs> skater, though. <laughs> But he got hurt though. I think he was he on did. track to he literally. Actually... Had, I think he had some kind of like degenerative disease where he couldn't play ball. Hey, hey, hey! Let's just make fun of this guy. What are yeah, we doing? Yeah. <laughs> I, that's why I'm setting up the roast. <laughs> the roast of Cooper oh. Manning. <laughs> yeah, the dad... I have a degenerative spine disease. Oh. Yeah, the dad was a great quarterback, uh, and then the yeah. two brothers, obviously, and then eh, Cooper. <laughs> is he the hot? Is he like? That's how you have to say no, his name, by the way. Not even, and you know what? You know what? how sad it is that he's not even the hottest Manning brother. Damn it! You could have given him something, right? Yeah, he's an accountant at H and R Block. Yeah. Well, that's kind of neat. That's yep. who I do my yeah. taxes. Hey, not bad. Not bad. No, I don't know what he's uh, a shift manager for Jackson Hewitt at a super Walmart. Yeah. Hey, just to put a uh, put a capper on something from yesterday. Um, I don't know how we even got into it. Farting in front of your significant other. Oh yes, Kenny. Are, your Kenny, you married? No, I'm not married. Uh, I farted in front of my ex-wife and she left me immediately. No, uh, yeah, no. I've I've been in a long-term thing. I've been there. You know what I mean? Like I, you broke the you broke the fart barrier. Oh yeah. Oh did yeah. Did you do it early in a relationship? Yeah, I did, and it was a mistake. 
I came out way too hot. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I was like, ooh, I think this girl likes me. Let's let's test these waters. Yeah, you put out an album too early. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we weren't there yet. I wish you could get it off Spotify. You're like, I wish I could take that down. <laughs> it happens. Like, I don't fart in front of my wife. My wife doesn't fart in front of me. Uh, we've been so married weird. for, it'll be 18 years, I think. Uh, Can you imagine? That's and fine. Same with me. I like, don't... never? You've never, in 18 years, like, you've never, purpose. you never fired one off accidentally. I mean, oh, accidentally. accidentally yeah. But, but not on purpose. It's like some couples celebrate farting in front of each other. There's a there's a happy medium in there somewhere, dude. And it's yeah. me farting in my sleep in front of my husband. That's oh. that's when he gets it. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. That's when Tina, but I'm not Tina like, Woo! like you know, I don't do the like I'm sitting on the couch. Hey, babe, like lift the leg, right? Yeah, sorry. Just you keep it in the sleep. No, that's okay. I appreciate it. Please help wake me up. I can, I'll take all the help I can get. Um, you're, you're fine with it, like you and your relationship. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I wonder if it's because we're comics. Like farts are universally funny. Like. Maybe we're cooler about it. I don't know. Yeah, I could see that. You think that? I mean, yeah. You, I mean, because you you dated another comedian for a long time. Yeah, because you say things that are so off putting and disgusting yeah, at all times. Like, yeah, the farts nothing compared to the things you say. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Like, the farts I, there to distract from the things coming out of your mouth. <laughs> what a horrible yeah. human you she's actually. Like, she's are. like, what did you say? You're like, oh, never mind. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's like, something yeah. from the colon. Yeah. Like I'm trying to keep the romance going. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. No, that's probably for the best. To do what you're doing, right? And it's it's fine a yeah, I don't know. I it's don't a know. show of it's a show of respect, right? You and know restraint. what I mean? Respect, restraint, and severe hangups that should probably be talked out in therapy. Well, because the hardest thing in a long term relationship is to is to uh, to put off as long as possible the feeling that we are now no longer lovers, but in fact some sort of sibling that is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think just screw sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, is that right. what love is? That's that is, that is what love is. Eventually, <laughs> yeah, just banging your stepbrother. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. It's beautiful. Yeah, why do you think Pornhub's having such a run right now? Yeah, you know. Yeah, well, I, I bring it up because some people did ask uh, this stupid question: Does farting burn calories? So mm. could I fart my way to a better body? Sure, let's try it. Yeah, yeah, it does. That's my goal in 2024. There are no stupid questions. This one is pretty dumb. Does farting burn calories? And uh, the site Health Digest actually just did an article on this. Uh, and they're not the first. Women's Health also did a write-up a while back after somebody posted a random fact on Facebook. It claimed that every fart burns an average of 67 calories. I believe you know? it. But sadly, that's not true. Uh, if it was, we would all have lost weight after a big meal <laughs> at Thanksgiving. Well, doesn't a fart come out at like 30 miles per hour? I'm not sure of the stats as far as... Right, when you're holding it in for <laughs> yeah. 18 years, yeah. yeah. I would imagine it does. <laughs> yeah. Right. Kenny, if I have to fart in my house, I get in my car and I drive five miles down the road, yeah. let her rip and drive To the back. Walgreens, right. Yeah, Yeah, you have your special place? I have my special place. Yeah. We should test the mailbox. Yeah. The postman <laughs> passes out every time he delivers the mail. <laughs> I have the corner of shame in my house. No, no, it's not really true that we burn 67 calories after farting. Uh does passing gas burn any calories? The answer is yes and no. When you let one rip, the muscles that make it happen are relaxing, not contracting, and activating your muscles is what burns calories. Uh, that said, if you have to strain to release that blast of gas, it might burn one calorie, maybe <laughs> that two. That counts, man. It's not how many. It's how, do, Does farting burn calories? Yes, one, one calorie. One or two, if you push it out. And we are. So we understand what calories smell like. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's cool. And then also, holding a fart burns calories then. Because oh, that's the contraction right. of the muscles. 
you're sweating. So not only are you respecting your wife, but you're... I'm you're getting, actually... You're getting a six-pack. Dude, you're toning it up. abs. Yeah, so look at these abs. Look at that. So there you go. Put wow. that in your pocket and do whatever you want with it. Okay. Fart on it if I, I don't care. Hold it in. Hold it in, whatever you want well, to do. This is going to come up again in the memoriam, just to let you know. What, farts? Just this whole subject. Well, let's get to it. Uh, Kenny DeForest is here. Kenny's he's here. At, he's at the St. Charles Funny Bone this weekend. It's time for Rafe to shine here. It's this week's... Sorry, dude. Welcome to the show. It's all about me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's this week's it's an honor e memoriam where we say goodbye to certain people, certain topics. Yes, normally I do this on Friday, but because I'm off tomorrow, e-memoriam is a lot like the Oscars in memoriam. That's the way we handle trolls, complainers, and emails that we get. It's we say goodbye to people who say they're never going to listen to our show again based on... Either an opinion we had about a subject, something that we brought up, or just good old-fashioned trolls who got to spread their hate and misery, even during the holidays. So, so we got to say goodbye. We got to say goodbye to them. So this week's e-memoriam brought to you by Hughes Funeral Alternatives. Discover Aquamation, the natural, gentle, eco-friendly alternative to fire-based cremation. And that is a real sponsor, by the way. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I can tell Kenny's like, are you making this up? Nope, that was real. Uh, first up, Grape Gropers. To the cereal fruit fondlers in the grocery store aisles, considers this your eulogy. Some of our listeners are angry at your little Concord kink. You who treat produce sections like your personal dating app, swiping left and right on bunches as if they're juicy little hookups. Let's be clear, these grapes didn't consent to your over-eager squeezes and prods, you perverts. They're just trying to make it to a fruit salad, not be manhandled by every Tom, Dick, and Harriet trying to decide on a snack. You grape-groping escapades are as unsettling as finding a raisin in your chocolate chip cookie. You've turned a simple shopping chore into a scene straight out of a B-grade food fetish film. So to all the grape-gropers, smugglers, and liquors out there, may your hands find peace in your pockets, and may you learn that the art of look-don't-touch is best kept in the grocery store. Farewell. Who's licking grapes? <laughs> I assume you are. Farewell and remember, those grapes are not auditioning for a role on your little casting couch, Riz. Okay? They're just trying to get eaten. And not like that, you sickos. Listen, that's okay to go through the bag to see what you want, what you don't want. Hey, you don't get to defend yourself in the memoriam. I'm sorry, that's the rules. Next up, the term jilling. Thank God. No. What? You familiar with the term jilling, Kenny? And is the I'm female not. equivalent of joeing. So it's the female. Oh. And my mom's so name is So a guy would joe, yes. oh, that's good. and a girl would jill. Jilling like a villain. Oh, God. Ah, the term jilling, a linguistic misstep for female masturbation that brings an awkward shudder to our dear co-host Learn, mainly because it's a cringe-inducing reminder of her own mother's name. Yes, it is. <laughs> Who knew self-love could take such an uncomfortable familial turn? <laughs> Every mention is like a psychological horror movie playing on a loop in poor Learn's mind, featuring the most unlikely and unwelcome star, her mama. Every time the word pops up, it's like a Freudian field day for Learn, a mental image no amount of therapy can erase. It's not just a term, it's a one-way ticket to a maternal peep show. No. <laughs> it's going to get worse, so just... Oh. When you say Jillian, you're not just killing her mood, you're sending it back into a family reunion. She's barely processed the time she looked in her mother's nightstand 30 years ago, let alone could she possibly withstand jilling being the new catch-all term for doing the old rotary phone, turning on the sprinkler, shaking out the curtains, cleaning out the coin purse, etc. at all. Shaking out the curtains. Woo! I wow. love it. I love that more. 
<laughs> now, I could mount a defense for the term chilling. After all, let's remember, moms are people, too, with their own secret desires and intense personal journeys. While the term might make Learn cringe with images she'd rather not entertain, let's not forget that moms, including Learns, are entitled to their own expressions of self-love. <laughs> The word chilling might conjure up uncomfortable family associations for Learn, but it also serves as a reminder that moms, like all individuals, have their own carnal needs screaming oh from the abyss of raw, unbridled passion. Yeah. Oh. One might say it's a celebration of womanhood in all its forms across generation, breaking down the taboos surrounding female sexuality, passing the gift of lust and eroticism from mother to daughter. What? Without the shackles of shame. Chill, release us. No, 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 no. From the shame. So while jilling may be a linguistic hurdle for learn, it's also a testament to the fact that moms, including hers, are complex, whole beings with their own stories and experiences. Let's embrace a term that acknowledges and respects that reality. Then again, how about new? It's just gross. <laughs> She can't handle it. So instead, let's yeah. bid a not-so-fond farewell to Jilling. We're on a quest for a term that doesn't send Learn into a spiral of Freudian distress. There is no other term. There what? is now. It's Here. forever Jilling. Here's to the future where self-discovery doesn't involve accidental cameos by relatives of Learn. Let's please Learn Mom out of this, shall we? And come up with a new term that's less disturbing to the crew, like Rosanning. Oh, or no. Sarahing. Or Sarah Juniorine. Oh, my Lord. You leave Roseanne out of this. It's too late. Your oh, mom no. and Scott's mom and sister are uh, in it. Got it. Bye-bye, Jill. <laughs> Next up, real Christmas trees. Mm. Sad. Ah, the fall of the real Christmas tree. Once the king of Yuletide, now dethroned by its plastic assembly, required counterpart. Farewell, oh, Tannenbaum. Your reign has been chopped down like, well, you. We've turned our backs on the ritual of choosing you, the family pilgrimage to find the perfect tree, now deemed too cumbersome, too messy, too real. Instead, we opt for the hollow charm of a factory-made faux fur. It's perfect symmetry is an insult to your organic beauty. Who needs the fresh scent of pine when you can have the intoxicating aroma of manufactured plastic? Gross. <laughs> you stood there tall and proud, offering a piece of nature's splendor, only to be replaced by a collapsible pole with the pre-strung light fixture. What an affront to your legacy, your years of growth and chasing the sun reduced to a footnote in the face of convenience. Gone are the days of vacuuming needles and fathers saying the F word in front of their children as another branch scratches the living room drywall. <laughs> yeah. Now we're in the era of Stepford trees, perfect in their uniformity as soulless as a carol sung in autotune. Mm. So to the real Christmas trees, you've been uprooted from our hearts. You're like the handwritten letter in an email world. Nostalgic, charming, but let's face it, a bit of an inconvenience. We'll always remember the prick of your needles and the way you, <laughs> you made our allergies act up for a month out of the year. Farewell, you once majestic symbols of the season. May your roots find solace in the forest of forgotten tradition. Rest in peace, you emerald giants, you ghosts of Christmas past. Bye-bye. That's sad. My goodness. I know. That's I know. Sad, that one. I know. That one. I, that it, was one hard, it was hard to find humor in that yeah. one. Honestly, I told you. It was kind of sad. I told you one of these yeah, is actually sad. sad today. Uh, next up, two more. Marital fart holders. There we go. Uh, let's call this back. Let's go. Or as I like to call you, partners in holy scatrimony trademark. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We angered some folks this week when who, like half of our show, have been clenching their asses around the person they married like a day one cellmate in Folsom. 
To the silent but deadly marital artists who've held in their farts and held them hostage throughout their wedded bliss, what a feat of intestinal fortitude. Wow. We gather to mourn the countless flatulent fugitives you kept under lock and key. What a true testament to the, quote, in sickness and in health vow by literally giving and living in a state of constant abdominal pain. <laughs> it's true. How many nights have you spent clenched in terror that a mere cough, you were a mere cough away from hiring a really pricey divorce lawyer? Your commitment to the airless pact is more tightly wound than a mummy inside the sarcophagus of King Toot in common, which ironically is something your marriage will never have a toot in common. Mm. Very nice. You treat your potential air biscuit like it's a threat to national security, a classified secret that would undermine the very foundations of your union. The level of control here isn't just impressive, it's borderline supernatural. You married couples monks or... Trained in the ancient art of intestinal discipline of swallowing the wind backwards. <laughs> it's as if you believe that one tiny toot could unravel years of love and devotion like a single sneeze could blow away the house of cards that is your relationship. You navigate your married life like a bomb disposal expert, each meal a potential minefield turning your belly into your own personal hurt locker. But let's face it, you're not preserving marital bliss. You're marinating in mutual misery, and there's a closet somewhere in your house that smells like a goddamn death incarnate. <laughs> <laughs> so here's to the unsung heroes of marital restraint. May you, may your dedication to keeping the peace and the sheets clean be a beacon of hope for lovers everywhere. As you leave us, just know it's okay to let one rip every once in a while. <laughs> your love might just be stronger than your sphincter. <laughs> and finally... Local favorite, we say goodbye to the Stratford Inn this week. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Do you know the Stratford Inn? I, I'm aware. It's stinky. <laughs> ah, the Stratford. You know the Stratford Inn? Oh, yeah. It has a reputation wow. in all Whoa. of Missouri. Spreads far and wide. Kenny grew up in Springfield. Oh, okay. Surprise, you guys don't know each other. Right. Okay. Ah, the Stratford Inn. The notorious den of debauchery and dubious decision. Let's take a moment to remember this relic of raunch, a place where the words clean sheets has never been uttered. Ah, the Stratford Inn, the gloriously lawless labyrinth of lurid liaisons and questionable cleanliness, a place so steeped in scandal it made a dive bar look like high tea at Buckingham Palace. This was no mere hotel, people. It was a carnival of the carnal, where hourly rates meant timeless regrets. This wasn't just a hotel, it was a free-for-all, a haven for the hedonistic, where the only <laughs> rule was, there are no rules at the Stratford Inn. Oh, my gosh. It was the wild west of nightlife, complete with hourly rates that suggested more action than all 12 Fast and Furious movies combined. <laughs> the Stratford hosted concerts where the music was as questionable as the hygiene. Sand volleyball where the sand where thousands of people stuck their bare stinky feet was the cleanest thing on the property. And swingers parties that made Caligula look like vacation Bible school. We're going to miss you. If those walls could talk, they would just ask for penicillin. Each room a museum of misadventures bore witness to more do not disturb signs than a haunted house. The Stratford Inn was less a place to rest your head and more of a place to get it from multiple partners. Each room a Pandora's box of pleasures. <laughs> yeah, I knew that'd catch up to the room in a second. Each room a Pandora's box of pleasures and horrors and trust us, cleaning was the least of their concerns. So, and if you took a black light to the property, oh, it would oh look like God. a Jackson Pollock oh, art installation. Know. <laughs> That's Jackson Pollock. <laughs> so farewell to the Stratford and the sordid siren of St. Louis, where every stay promised memories you'd pay to forget. May your legacy live on, hushed. 
Slightly horrified whispers and the occasional nostalgic shudder. Rest in peace, you gloriously seedy sanctuary of the night. Farewell. Mm. As they light you on fire. And they still can't burn away the shame. <laughs> that brings us to our real RIPs. This week we lost Rosalind Carter, Henry Kissinger, and Bunny McDougal, I just found out. Better known from Sex and the City, you know, our favorite show. Oh, yes. Oh, I just saw Shane McGowan from the Pogues. Just I just saw that, away. too. Shane McGowan, you just made it in. Last minute, Last real RIP. And that concludes this week's E-Memoriam, brought to you by Hughes Funeral Alternative. You had another one? I was just asking. That was it? Send it over. Well, yeah, that was kind of hot, dude. Yeah, Thanks, bro. That was like Let's a go, Rafe. perverted Sam Elliott sort of vibe you got yeah, going on. Right. There, dude. Yeah, that's kind of how it. Nailed it. Yeah. That's kind of my new I was direction. About to, I was about to Joe to that Jill yeah. reading. Yeah. Damn it, you guys. I was going to go to Riz's special fart place. <laughs> yeah, it's my yeah. corner of shame. Yeah. Pseudo show. Traffic and weather. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. Uh, we got to come back, and we got to do the Craigslist Freak of the Week semifinals. Two true freaks. One moving to the Craigslist Freak of the Year finals. Who's it going to be? Learn to read the ads. Oh, Kenny yeah. will hear these for the first time. Oh, oh, man. And you'll have to pick which you one you pick. love the most. Ooh. Which one is the freak? This is my kind of show. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center. St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976. And the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600 plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at GoToDobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money-saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on GoToDobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Go it. Yeah, dude. This is Steve O, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show on 1057 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. Woohoo! All right, I'm calling an audible, guys. We'll get to the Freak of the Week in just a second. Oh, yeah. Because we got a World Series champion Woo! in the studio. Ladies and gentlemen, Benji Molina. Thank you guys for having me here. I'm so excited to be here. It's great uh, to see you. Oh, man, it's great to see you guys. I'm used to seeing you up in that broadcast booth, but now you're in my booth. I know. Now you're this in my is booth. Awesome. This is awesome. It really is. Uh, thank you for taking the time to uh, having me here on your show. Um, you're always so happy. <laughs> like I, I said that to learn earlier. I'm like, Benjamin Molina is a happy guy. Like When you're around you and Polo, mm -hmm. you guys are just so exude happiness. 
We uh, we like doing that. I mean, we feel like uh, we're in the business right now that um, broadcasters are always around the stadium, are always around people. They always want to say hi to you and, and check what we're doing. And uh, there's no other better way than, than just be happy with them and make something special for them. Maybe they leave the stadium today saying, man, that was a cool that was a cool time yeah. when we spent with them, you know, having fun with them, and they were so happy. Yeah, and you've had so much success already with the with the Spanish broadcasts. Yeah, we I do. Mean, we... To watch you guys grow and just the, the Spanish broadcast for the Cardinals expand like it has, it's just been amazing. It's unreal. It's like seven or, or seven or nine uh, affiliates away from, from St. Louis, Indiana, yeah. and all these places, and Memphis, and... Uh, they're they're transmitting our games in Spanish, so we're we're growing. I think we are the the biggest, uh, you know, with affiliates, obviously in Spanish, you mm -hmm. know. And and it was this is only eight years that we've been doing this. We started with two games as an experiment, and in, in, in that first year and yeah, the last you, two can games. Can you believe they weren't broadcasting the games in Spanish? I was about to say, how was that an experiment? Like, yeah. let's just see if this works. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there's people out there that speak Spanish, but we're not sure. Yeah, so they started with, like, two games, and then it went to how many games? We went to, like, 13 or something like that. It was, uh, it got to 20 probably the second year, and then we kept growing. But, man, the last maybe three years is what has been good because of the uh, 81 home games. You know, all all the home games we're doing them. You know, the the road it's it's a process. Now we gotta get you guys on the road. Yeah, it, it, we want to, we want to, but it's a process. You know, you if the boss said no, you know, you, you know, you got to wait. But so. are you ready for that grind again? That the um, on the road grind. I'm having fun with with 81 home games. Right. Uh, away games is gonna have to be. Uh, little by little, you know. Yeah. I think I think that's the way they're thinking about it. I don't think they're thinking about 81 away games yet. So if we do 10, 15, any of those games that are close to the Midwest, yeah. I mean, why not doing it? You know. I mean, as a as a player, I mean, it's a long season. It is. It is a a, a long season. You start in February, what, 15, 12, or or 15, something like that. You don't get home until October, and if you make Gosh. the playoff late. Like the Rangers did this year. Yeah. Look at how late that thing finished. November. November. Yes. Yeah, man. So it's a long year. And then you have to take maybe, what, a month off? Yeah. And then you have to go back at, in the gym again because you have to get ready for February, which is coming pretty soon. Yeah. So. As a, as a former Texas Ranger, were you excited to see the Rangers actually get one this year? I was very excited for them. I was very excited for them. Um, I enjoyed the 2011 World Series here. Uh, and and what happened to them because obviously my brother being here, but yeah, but uh, I also felt bad for them. And uh, two years in a row, I wasn't the one in 2010. It was no fun at all. And then the 11. Yeah, but but that's happened. the year. But that's the year you were guaranteed a ring. Yeah, I told <laughs> that story sweet. earlier. So uh, yeah. Ken, you you weren't here for that. So you played for the Giants. You started the year with the Giants, and you got traded to the Rangers midseason. Yeah. And both the Giants and Rangers were in the World Series. Oh, wow. You yeah. were the only guy in the field guaranteed to get a ring that year. A lot of people think the, that it was going to be easy, you know, for for me to know the guys. But let me tell you this. You, you're not worried about your own teammates when you play. You know, you worry about the next, you know, the other team and trying to beat them. So when I got to... The Rangers, everybody came to me and said, how do you pitch to this guy? How do you pitch to that guy? And how do you do this? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I never pay attention to them. I mean, yeah. My teammates. 
And they're like, no, we got to get him. We got to get him. But the Giants were too much for us. They had good pitching. But uh, but it was weird, weird. Uh, so let me tell you this real quick. At the end of the uh, game, when they won, I was still in the dugout, sitting down, taking my gear out and all that stuff, picking it up. And I kept looking over there like, my freaking friends are <laughs> celebrating in yeah. front of my friends, <laughs> uh, in so front weird. of me. Yeah. And I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? Do I go there, celebrate with them, or I stay here? <laughs> Can you imagine one, <laughs> one Texas like, Ranger oh, uniform yeah. in the, yeah. in the scrum? No. Like, yeah. And I then they, uh, the the cool thing was that, um, um, what's his name? Baumgartner, yeah. uh, Matt Cain, Lincecum, and all those guys came to the Rangers uh, clubhouse outside the door, told the security they wanted to talk to me. <clears throat> and we were in a meeting, so they had to wait. So I, when I came out, they all were there. Like a bunch of my former teammates were there, and they started jumping and oh, celebrating with nice. me. Oh, and I'm like, what are you doing, yeah. man? I was still with the with the uh, uniform, and they said, no, you're a big part of these. You were here with us. You taught us so much. Uh, come on, you got to celebrate with us in our clubhouse. I'm like, no, I yeah. can't how do would, that, buddy. How I would that look? Not. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. There's a guy in a gorilla suit in the <laughs> Giants clubhouse. Like, don't, don't talk to him. What the hell? <laughs> 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 the Groucho Marx mustache yeah. and glasses on. Uh, it looks like Benji Molina. Like, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. No, he's got a mustache. It's not him. <laughs> That's Rodney. <laughs> That's nice. That's, That's that Rod was very Rodney. nice. But well, that was cool. That was cool. And like you said, you are guaranteed a ring. But I wanted to win it with the range because it would have been the uh, obviously the first. Do you have two? Champ, I got two. Yadi's got two. Yadi got two. Brother. Your brother Jose's got, got one. Yeah. Oh, your brother Jose's yeah, got two. Me and him won it with the Angels in 02 together. Wow. And then he won the uh, Yankees in 09. So he's got two as well? He got two as well. Oh, I thought there was okay. one brother that was short. <laughs> I was hoping that you guys wore your two rings to Thanksgiving. And you're like, oh, you only have one? Yeah. <laughs> you have to sit at the kids' table. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Better not lose it. I can lose one and still have one. So, <laughs> Is there another family with more? Um, so you have six all in. Six all in. That's pretty good. Six. Dang. Yeah, three different brothers have six World Series between them. That's wild. Yeah, Yadi lost... Two World Series. Uh, so you yeah. get the National League rings, too. So he has two more yeah. of the National League. Who was the greatest pitcher you caught? For me, it was Roy Holiday, hands down. Hands down? Yeah. Hands down. It was the best uh, attitude, the best pitches, the movement and all that. I think he was the best. I think the second one, it has to be Tim Lincecum. Mm. Uh, we won two seconds together. And then Cliff Lee was amazing. He made my catching so easy. So those are the three that I, I mean, I, I, I want to, we won, uh, what is that called? Cy Young. Yeah. With I like to say we. I mean, yeah. that's that, because, yeah, it's, 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 the, we. it's the battery. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. If he doesn't throw the pitch where we want it, we, it doesn't matter. So yeah. I think uh, Bartolo, I had a Cy Young with him too. It was, it was very special, but I think these these three guys are they were so much of a beast. If they get over. the Cy Young, do they give you a nice little gift? No. Oh, no. wow! Just a nice call. Oh, hey, thanks. Oh. A nice car. Oh. No, 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 no. Hey, thanks, bro. You know. Oh, cool. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's great. You know, money also dinner. talks. Yeah, like a Best Buy gift card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, gift card to Panera at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take me out to a nice steak dinner. 
Seriously, I, and I was waiting for it. It's the same thing happened when I went to the Angels, <laughs> and uh, and Ron Gant came in. Mm -hmm. Ron Gant from the Braves came in, and I was wearing number five. That was my first number in the big leagues. And he came to my locker, looked at me, and he said, "Hey, I want that number. That's my number." I'm like, "Well, I I don't Not care anymore. Yeah, I don't care. I'm I'm here. I'm wearing it, and especially the way he was saying it." So oh, I, he. Like, if he came in a nice way, yeah, if he came in a nice way, maybe, you know, all right, you know, that's all right. Is but that a big deal to you? I mean. That wasn't a big deal for me, but I know it was a big deal for him. He was a number five. He was a veteran guy, and he wanted it. But but why not ask a different way? And he started, like, kind of yelling, and I got up, and, and I said, hey, man, not that way. You're not going to get it that way. I'm, I'm going to keep it. And I turned around, and then he went and got the clovey. And the Chloe, you know, he would talk to me, and I said, you know what, take it. Uh, gave it to him? Yeah, I gave it to him. But, but, but oh, this is what I mean. Him. This is what I mean. Like, he never gave anything back. And usually when you give up your number, yeah. something comes back. Like yeah. you said, maybe a Target. There's a great a story target, about uh, John Crook giving up his number for a case of beer. <laughs> like, his number he'd had through a Hall of Fame career, somebody wanted it, and he's like, uh, give me a case of Keystone Light, and he gave it up. Yeah. Is John Crook in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. And the Phillies no, Hall of Fame. He should be. He's in and the, the Phillies Hall of Fame for no, sure. He's in, in all of our hearts, he is. Yeah. Yeah. I want him there. He gave guys like me hope to be professional athletes. Where I was like, yeah. Yeah. Good John Crook. <laughs> I think he said, I'm not a athlete, I'm a baseball player. That's right. So, <laughs> it's ridiculous. So he gave up his number for a, for a, a case, case of beer. Of, and it was like he life. didn't even push back. It was like a big, it was a really fun. It was like when the Phillies were in, it was like the Dykstra, Crook, Phillies in the World Series Phil era. Wild thing, and they were just somebody came in. I was like, "Hey, I want a number, whatever his number was." And he goes, "All right, people." Were, at this time, there's guys that have bought numbers for like twenty thousand, hundreds of yeah. thousands. Rolex, yeah, Rolex. That's a big thing. Rolex, I was hoping, man. I was really hoping. <laughs> Did he have but, your updated address? Maybe you sent it to the old address. Hey, I know. Yeah, I get probably. a Panera gift probably card. Goes up. very far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah dude, I was waiting for something, but no, nah, he was. It was kind of a. You know, he yeah, was kind of yeah, bad, yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I and then and then the guy came in and said, "What number do you want?" And I said, "At, at this point, when I don't care, you know, I'm a young guy, I'm a rookie this year, so what am I gonna care?" And I said, "What number do you have?" Well, I, we have the number one, and I said, "Wait, wait, wait, I'll That's take it. number one." Number one was available. Yes, it was. Not here, huh? No. Not in yeah, St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So all right, let's talk about the Cardinals real quick before we get to uh, your toy drive, which yeah. is why you're here, which is very important, by the way. We'll get to that in a second. Okay. So Sonny Gray um, just signed by the Cardinals. What are we thinking about the new rotation for the Cardinals going into next year? Oh, wow. Do we need another pitcher? It will sound, it will sound like harsh maybe to say that because I, I'm good friends with the other guys, you know, I'm good friends with them and I, I believe in them too, but they have bad years and, and these two guys coming in had bad years last year and Sonny Gray kind of fixed up the whole rotation. I, I like Sonny Gray and Michaelis in mm -hmm. the first two. If you can add on one more guy, that will be amazing. You know, if we don't, I would still feel okay with it. But if we add one more guy, man, like C's or somebody like that, who, who they're talking, you know, to. Uh, but I would love for them to to uh, add up to the bullpen. Mm. You know, like one more, maybe two more pieces. That's just haters. Sounds so good right now. 
to close out some games because we had trouble closing out games last year, and that was a big part of not being so successful. So I would love for them to touch that part of our team, you know. And, and in the offense, obviously, we, ne we didn't have a 20-plus home run guy in the outfield when all the playoff teams had uh, sometimes three of them yeah. over 20. And and we need to address that, too. I think if we want to compete with the Brewers, uh, at least in our division, right, uh, the Cubs really made a surprise last year, and they're going to get Craig Council now yeah. as a manager. They're going to be excited. And the Reds, man, the Reds are loading so if we want to compete with them, we need to address a lot yeah, of things. It's going to be a tough central. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Kenny, did you grow up a Cardinal fan growing up in Springfield? I actually grew up a Cubs fan. Nah. Uh, nah. There goes my ticket sales nah. for the weekend. <laughs> you should have lied, dude. I don't lie. know why <laughs> I did <laughs> that. <laughs> and, and another obvious question that people would have is, is your brother going to come back to the organization in some aspect? I think that's that's the big thing, like you said last right there. Like some big aspect is he's going to be around. He's going to be here. My um, guess it might be one time every two months or something like that and, and just see the waters and talk to the players, talk to the coaches, manager, and all that stuff. Um, that will be this year. Um, yeah, how did he do coaching down in Venezuela? Did he love it? He did good. He, he loved it too. He got he got thrown out four days in a row. But nice. <laughs> that, that, was, that, that was just to begin his career. Over yeah, there. that's awesome. you know as a manager, he he had high set standards. the tone. You got to set the tone, yeah, man. You got to yeah. let him know a, a new daddy's in oh, town. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so he did that. But no, everything went well. And now uh, he did the baseball classic. Yeah, uh, for Puerto Rico, that was that was really really cool for him. But also in Puerto Rico, he's a manager right now mm. for the Caguas Criollos in in winter ball. So he's doing very good. I think maybe we might see him more and more around if if not a manager next year. Yeah, because you know every every week you almost see on Twitter Yadi is trending mm. uh, in any kind of like uh, uh, any inkling of him doing something organization. Yeah, Yadi will trend not even, not even, you know, even for what, you know. For what? He will trend just because that's him. Uh, right now he's working on a big ranch. He wants animals, you know, he wants the, the horses, he wants the cows, the pigs, the chickens. I mean, I was just there watching the whole thing being built, and it's an unreal place. So he's busy with that, and his son, Janu, is 15, and he, and he plays ball. He's a beast, man. man. So he coaches his team. So that's going to be another Molina coming wow. up. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Another Molina. He better and win then, two rings. Yeah. I know, yeah. <laughs> if he if he wants to talk crap, yeah. he needs yeah. to win two first. <laughs> and, then, and then we have uh, Yedier Hernandez from my mom's side. He's a, a catcher for Misu Tigers. Uh-huh. Uh, he's going to be the catcher for this year. And he's our cousin. And one more in Culver Stockton. It's close to here, I think. It's a, it's a school, and, and I have another Brian. It's there, too, a catcher, too. Man, by the wow. Way. There's a couple more coming up, too. Is there like a, you guys got iron knees in your family. Yeah, dude. A bunch um, of catchers, man. Not like when extra. you're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah how do your knees feel? My knees are fine. I started catching when I was 17, so it was a little different. Yadi was a catcher for, what, since he was like four or five, wow. and, and Jose the same way. When so they have a little trouble with their knees. <laughs> 
When you guys choose wives, do you're like, hey, let me see them knees, girl. <laughs> <laughs> cartilage we working with here. I'm yeah, trying to yeah. make the next generation. <laughs> next yeah. generation. <laughs> All right, so Benj, let's talk about the toy drive coming up, which is this Saturday, 314 Sports Cards uh, in Olivet. So you'll be out there from 10 to noon. So what are we looking for? Oh, my goodness. This is a very special, uh, and it's very touching to me because it's helping out kids that are obviously in a homeless uh, places and, and they're I, I feel so bad for them not having a Christmas not having their parents you imagine having going down uh, waking up on Christmas Day and not having any toy and so heartbreaking so for me to do this is giving back man it's just giving back trying to, to help out as much as I can I, I I'm still involved with the uh, stray rescue with the dog uh, things that we have a gala tomorrow to assist, assist to so uh, but this toy drive is very touching in my heart. Uh, Carnal Nation, we need you out there. We need you out there with some toys, uh, so they so these kids can have at least at least Christmas Day, uh, you know, something to talk about with their friends out inside that place. And I don't even want to think of how it is, man. And not having a parent or not having you know being raised by with all these kids that, mm-hmm. are, that don't have parents. And being homeless, it is really touching toy drive for me. So I hope and I expect everybody to be there. If you have something going on, just drop the toy. Yeah. So you guys are looking for new unwrapped toys, Legos, Hot Wheels, Barbies, Mm -hmm. uh, remote control cars, Disney princesses. And there's a list too right there. Uh, There's an Amazon list too. Oh yeah, you can oh, go yeah, to okay, Amazon great. and look up the charity, yeah, oh, and you can just—it's so easy. Amazon wish lists have everything that these kids could mm-hmm. want. It's you buy it, and then it ships directly to the yeah, organization. Put it, put it on the on the all the socials that's if you want to learn. Yeah. Uh, but that if you want sweet be- that sweet celebration organization is unreal. What they do with these kids, you know, and yeah, uh, and it's 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 very touching. So, so they, they deliver the toys on yes, Christmas Eve. Yes, with their name on it and yes. everything. That's, that's awesome, man. So that's that's really cool. cool. Um, it was. My my boss, I call him the boss at Hefe. The Ben boy had the idea of doing this, and uh, the Cardinals. Where to go, Hefe? Yeah, Hefe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Cardinals had theirs uh, yesterday, and it was very successful. So awesome! Good. But you know, the Cardinals don't need any help. You know, they they can do it. But we, this is a little one. This is just something very simple. Well, let's let's make it a big one. So it's a toy drive, a three one four sports cards on Olivet, uh, right here on Olive Boulevard. Uh, St. Plaza is a DMV. You'll be out there from 10 to noon. Donate something. Take a picture. You'll you'll sign whatever, yes. right? Whatever they, they like at that moment. A picture or a signature, I don't care. I'm, I'm trying to print out some pictures where I can uh, give them away, sign them for them, maybe uh, to the people to who doesn't We've got have a Kinko's anything. in the area? Is, is Kinko's oh, yeah. still a thing? There's a FedEx right down the street that'll do copies. Yeah, so you want King Scott to make copies for yeah, you? Yeah, I can make copies. I'm good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and Benji, it's such a good opportunity for families to start a tradition and their families to give back. So, like, getting your kids involved and, like, showing them giving back at this time of the year for kids who maybe don't have mom and dad at home and, and maybe have do not, you know, I think we can take for granted sometimes the holidays and the experiences that we have. And so seeing how you can give back as a family is really cool. Well. I, I think it's the best. I think when you give back uh, without even expecting right. anything back, I mean, that's that's when you really, really, truly heart comes out. Yeah. Um, and that's what we're doing. That's what we're trying to do, you know, give back to the community. Um, I got a question. I had a question yesterday about, about why do I do it in St. Louis. I am very thankful for St. Louis. Uh, and the reason is the way they treated my brother, the way they treated, I mean, 
our family for so many years. Yari played here for a hundred years, and mm. and, it, and, it, and it is so 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 good to me, you know, like to to just give back, yeah. give back to the San Luis people, give back to the Cardinal Nation, as I I love to call it, you know. So for me, it's like I have to do this, and you know, like now that Yari's in Puerto Rico, I'm here. So this is an opportunity for me to give back to them. Well, thankful you're, for you're, you're, cool. you're, you're an awesome guy. You've got a great family. Uh, everybody's going to come out to see you on Saturday, 10 to noon, 314 Sports Cards for the Toy Drive. We'll put all the details up on the, uh, on the, uh, on the social medias. The great Benji Molina, everybody. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas. Yes. I hope to see uh, hope to see you and uh, Paulo on the booth soon. Hey, anytime, anytime. I'm, I'm here. And let me tell you this real quick. I have time, right? Yeah, yeah, God. No, it was real quick. Um, I had this question all the time, so I got to bring it up. Bring it up. Who wins in a foot race between us three mm. <laughs> today? Right today, and I always say the same answer: none of us, because we will not finish the the race. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. That's the famous yeah. line. Yeah. The great uh, Benjamin Lee, everybody. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. And we got the Craig. You know, it's never easy to predict the future. You don't have a crystal ball. Now think about four months from now. Are you going to be happy at your current job? Is your paycheck going to stretch far enough? Now you could change your life in just four months. Thanks to Centric. Centric prepares you for a career in the fastest growing industry in the world. That's technology. Centric's hands-on program teaches you the actual job skills you need to get hired. And they're with you every single step of the way. They will help you land a job because Centric teaches you the actual skills employers are looking for. And again, they help you land a job and you could make that change today by going to Centric.com slash R-I-Z-Z. That's centric, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q dot com slash R-I-Z-Z. Take control of your future at centric.com slash Riz, even if you have no IT experience, and change your life today. Oh, and by the way, you could use your GI Bill for funding or pay for tuition. Centric.com slash Riz. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Just freak of the week. Hey, this is Dan Cummins, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Love you. All right, welcome back to the program. Uh, thanks to Benjamin Molina for coming in. Uh, Kenny yeah. DeForest is here. CKD. Yes, sir. See him at the uh, Funny Bone at St. Charles this weekend. So, I mean, yeah, we had, that a was World, amazing. we had a World Series champion here. We did. So cool. But I'll tell you, that's not the only athlete in the room. Oh, boy. Uh, Who is it? Don't. I Don't mean, sleep I play, on I play Kenny. a little high school baseball. Kenny DeForest is a college athlete. Mm. All right? The pride of Springfield. Mm. Take that, Learns wife, husband. My, my wife husband. Yeah, yeah you played uh, basketball against my husband. Yeah. I think he used to play in Reebok Classics. And if I'm right about that, it's the coolest thing I've ever seen. Little low, little low tops out there. Really? Yeah, dude. I didn't Tim's, know him back then. He's so square he played in penny loafers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't need 
I don't need the fancy shoes. Well, yeah, I mean, you're a tall guy. Yeah, yeah, I guess basketball is fine. Yeah, they made me. And uh, I was just as successful as Benji Molina. Yeah. But what? at basketball. Oh, you got rings? Yeah. Two World Series rings and, ba- and, and basketball. Well, your cool knees rings. are the same. My knees are, yeah, my knees are just as healthy. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, played, uh, I played some basketball in my day, man. You have told me a uh, wonderful story about the moment you realized uh, that you may not be going pro. Mm-hmm. And it might have been the moment, I think... I want to take it away. Well, from what you, happened? Like, give us the uh, Tell well, abridged um, version. Yeah. Well, there was a uh, there's a big tournament every year in Springfield, Missouri, called the Bass Pro Tournament of Champions. Wow. I realize every word of that sentence was more confusing than the one before. <laughs> that was maybe the most manliest sentence. The Bass ever. Pro. Tournament of Champions. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. I might as well have said the Dick Sporting Goods celebration of Hanukkah. It makes no <laughs> sense, but it's a real thing. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, basically what every year, like the top high school recruits in the country uh, and their teams fly to Springfield and play the local schools and uh, kick the crap out of us in front of everyone that loves us. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's a time-honor tradition. Been there. We all look forward to it. Yeah. And so uh, my senior year, we played in it. And uh, we were about to play uh, Poplar Bluff, mm. southeast okay. Missouri. Yeah. yeah. And at the time, they had a guy on their team named Tyler Hansbro. Are we familiar with Tyler Hansbro? Is he a big deal in the basketball world? Well, he's the all-time leading scorer in ACC history. Okay. He played at the oh, University oh. of North Carolina. Nice. Had yes. a nine-year NBA career. He's about 6'9", 270, I would say. Jeez. And we were about to play them. And uh, my my dream was to play at the University of North Carolina. Yes. I wanted to go be... Go in MJ Mario? shoes. Yeah. Like Mike. Oh. Like Mike. I knew... You know when you see what you were born to do? Yeah. I was born to be the white dude at the end of the bench yeah, yeah. waving a towel every March. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I was born to be... I was like a... I was more of a vibe than a ball player. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I, that's what I bring to the right. team. Floor burns and vibes, dude. And so... So at the... We're getting ready to play them. Uh... Like, we play at the Missouri State Arena. So there's, like, tens of thousands yeah. of people. And Roy Williams was there recruiting Tyler Hansbro. Oh, wow. So I yeah. saw my opportunity. Yeah. Mm. The, the Roy Williams. Roy Williams. From the, the, old, the, old, uh, the old teams. The old teams. Old yeah. ball teams. Old ball coach. Uh, second to, like, I think he's, he's top five wins all time. Yeah. And so I, I, you know, I'm a competitor. Yeah. And I was like, I'm about to show Warrior Roy Williams who he should be recruiting. Yeah. You think Tyler Hansborough is your guy, but turns out your guy's right here, Don. Mm-hmm. Look at me. Candidate Forrest right here, oh, waving the yes. towel. So I'm getting pumped, dude. I'm in the locker room. I'm listening to Eminem. Mom's yeah, spaghetti. Ready. Lose yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Of oh, of course, dude. And my palms were not sweaty in the slightest. No. I was ready to go. <laughs> so we get out there. And I'll never forget this. Yes. We're warming up. Coach calls us together, and he's like, "Here's what we're gonna do. They have to, they have Tyler Hansbro. That's true, but they also have shooters. So DeForest, that's me. You're guarding Hansbro one on one. No help. What? Oh boy. And I was like, Yeah, I feel like I might need a little help. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've looked over there, but here's the thing: the way I'm wired, I don't back down from a challenge race. Hell you know no. this that's about me. Right. I know that about right. you. I fart. I fart in front of my wife, and I f- mm-hmm. I bring it when I'm called. That's how we do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I rolled up my sleeves. I got in a stance. And I guarded Tyler Hansborough one-on-one, no help. And I held him to 
to 36. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. In front of my grandma, dude. She's on. Wow. He was 12 for 12 from the floor. He didn't miss a shot. Oh, man. <laughs> he made two threes. And uh, I don't know if you guys know this about it. He doesn't even shoot threes, but he made two that game. Whoa. This game, they let him. Yeah. <laughs> it was a performance so legendary, it is permanently enshrined in the Bass Pro Tournament Champions website as the single greatest performance in the history of a tournament that Kevin Garnett also played in. Uh, and you oh, and man. you were the you guarded him. Wow. And that was me. That was yeah. And that's true. Google it. A Google it. History. As soon as you get to work, as soon as you get out of your car, Google Tyler Hansborough Bass Pro Tournament Champions. You'll see the box score. I'm in there. <laughs> we'll tweet it out. We'll tweet it out for you. Uh, unfortunately, you're not mentioned in that record anywhere. <laughs> just his, just it's his like name. the Cy Young, man. You're, yeah. It's just his name. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, a little piece of history right there. Yeah, huh? man. And then he Shaq dunked me. It was Shaq on Chris I Dudley. I can't believe what... I mean, Benji who? Right. Yeah. I mean... Benji who? Yeah. Did yeah. he Led play in the Bass, Bass Pro Shop uh, Tournament of Champions? No. no. Hey, no, none of the Molina brothers yeah. did. <laughs> Molina, mo problems, I say. Exactly. Get out of here. All right. Speaking of competition... And, this, and we're, we are at the Craigslist Freak of the Year semifinals. Oh, yes. So here's how this works. We've, I mean, spent the entire year scouring Craigslist. Great. Uh, Me too. <laughs> <laughs> looking at the personals all around the world. We find our, our, our freakiest personals. It's a competition. We pit these freaks up against each other. Learn reads the ads. Listeners vote on their favorite freak. We whittle them down. We started with 32. Now we are down to the final three. One of us leaves today, or one of them leaves today, mm -hmm. and then we get down to the finals next week. I can't believe we're here already. So Learn's going to read the two ads. You guys will vote via Twitter, at R-I-Z-Z Show. We'll give our opinions, and then we'll see what happens. The finals will be set. Okay. All right, Kenny, pay attention. I'm in. Yeah, look, pay at, attention. look at me, Kenny, while I read every, these to you. Every detail of these two freak ads. Learn, yes. here we go. Here we go. Semifinals, coming at you. Tend to you, female for anyone, 46 years old, Revel Stoke, British Columbia. I've been a nurse in a nursing home for a few years. I really love the job and helping people live out their final days in a great place. My one problem is how turned on I get when I have to clean a person. The smells, textures, and how I have to clean my nails from the random messes. It's so exciting. I never know what the day's gonna bring. I've been into scat and golden shower play for a while. However, it doesn't get me turned on like it used to, though I still welcome that, of course. I'm ready to go further. I'm looking for someone who has boils or warts that I can drain. I want to taste and feel those masses when we get together. This may seem odd, but I promise it will be beautiful. I can send you a pic of me to let you know that I'm a big, beautiful lady. All right, there is our first... Freak ad in this semifinal matchup. Uh, we call we now we name all these ads just for identification purposes. Susan Boyle is our first ad. <laughs> Susan Boyle, our nurse from one girl, Rebel one Stoke. cup. How'd that one do for you? Is that cool? Or? Yeah, I, I didn't know they let the two girls, one cup people become nurses. Yeah, that's, okay. that's, yes. that's, that's, that's what upsetting. They did with their lives, yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, it's a nurse looking for somebody uh, who scat and golden shower play is. 
Not enough of them right. now. Yeah. That's a pregame. You now. do know she'll put her finger in your if you yeah. want. Absolutely. So that's she good. Would. Yeah. Yes. She's in for that. Yeah, sweet. She's looking for somebody with boils and warts that could drain, want to taste and feel those masses when we get together. <sighs> the visual of the draining is what kills me. Yeah. Yeah. I like how she's like, I'll send a picture. Like, that's going to put anyone over the edge. <laughs> like, I'll only let someone drain the boils on my feet if they're hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me at them. All right. That is Susan Boyle. Our first semifinal ad in this matchup and the competition. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Man seeking pregnant woman, 53 years old, Halifax. Baby bump and looking to hump? This is exactly what it sounds like. I'm only aroused by pregnant people, preferably six months or higher, as this is when you will definitely be showing. Expecting mothers do it for me. I lose control when I see a woman giving off that motherly glow as she waddles towards me with her large (laughs) round belly. The bigger the better. And heavy knockers filled with milk. Baby isn't the only one who wants a bottle. If I can put my hands on your swollen tummy and feel the baby kicking, that would really set me up for next level pleasure and excitement. Hearing this, you may be thinking I'm a weirdo who gets off on what's considered taboo, and maybe that's partially true, but after years of therapy, I realized I was the oldest sibling, and I lovingly watched my mommy prepare to deliver my younger sister, and that manifested me into this fetish. At least this isn't a full-on Oedipus complex. It's just a dude who thinks all pregos are his cup of tea. But if you look like my mom, that's not a deal breaker. In fact, it's a bonus. <laughs> she had brown hair and blue eyes, so feel free to send pics. After we have sex, can we pretend that the baby's mine? I can keep a secret. Real daddy doesn't need to know. All right, there is our second freak. What's going on in Canada is my first question. Yeah, matchup. A- this is from Halifax. One place. Uh, <laughs> this was Craig Baruby, named after our great blues coach. Craig Ruby. Craig. He's so proud of that, too. He has that plaque on his wall. Craig Ruby. So this is uh, somebody looking for a pregnant woman, and um, he wants you to look like his his mother. Yep. I like how he tells her that it's not a deal breaker for him. (laughs) As if, yeah. She's like, oh, good. (laughs) Definitely not a deal breaker for me that you want me to look like your mommy, as you said. Uh Yeah. Uh, and then after, can we pretend the baby's mine? Yeah. And the real daddy doesn't need to know. I don't like, I mean, obviously I don't like this at all, but like for some reason it really grosses me out that this guy wants to put his hands on her belly and like feel the baby. That freaks me out. I will say it is refreshing. Most men want to pretend the child isn't theirs. Yeah. So this guy, you know, at least we're yeah. going the other yeah, direction. Right. Uh, sweet. I, yeah, I think this is progress actually. Yeah. yeah. This man should be celebrated. Yeah. Okay. And not shamed in this tournament. I don't know if uh, celebrated is the word, but yeah. you know, I, yeah, it's progressive. All right, well, well, there you go. There are the two ads. It's up to you guys. Who who is the freakiest of these two? Who should move on mm-hmm. to the freak of the year finals to take on Skatatui? Which <laughs> is a whole thing in Rafe, itself. <laughs> Rafe, will, uh, Rafe, yeah. Rafe will explain that one to you off the air. I don't think I need to. <laughs> yeah, no. I think he's probably pieced that together yeah. with a comedic uh, mind. Yeah, I oh, no. It. You can't piece that together. I understand. Yeah. I, uh, am I voting? Well, yeah. So yeah, let's go are. around the room here. So, guys, vo- <laughs> vote via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. So it's, is it going to be Preg Baruby or is it going to be... And he's a felon. He can't vote. Susan Boyle. <laughs> All right, Scott, who are you endorsing? Man, this one's a 
This is a, it's getting really, really tough here. But I think I'm going to have to go with Susan Boyle just because it's still so nasty. The smells, the, all the sauces. All the sauces. Don't yeah, sauce. I just don't like the idea of all this. <laughs> this okay. sounds very gross. and. So you'll be endorsing Susan Boyle. Yeah, I'm, I'm behind. I got your Susan back, Susan Boyle. Boyle. I'm Learn. Preg Baruby for the rest of my life. It's just too much. Preg Baruby gets my vote. Yeah. Preg Baruby because there's a, a third person involved in this fantasy that is unborn. Right. The, you, involving a fetus in your uh, threesome is, yes. is not cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's really Thank uncool. It's really I, think. I have made this argument on several occasions. <laughs> Especially a baby that's not yours. Right. And then to like it'd be one thing if you were like showing your unborn son how it's done. You know what I mean? This is yeah. this is something else. Yeah. And then we're gonna we're gonna pretend. Yeah. We're yeah, gonna pretend the baby's mine. Yeah. I just imagine him like talking and rubbing her belly and like baby inside being like, oh, this guy seems all right. And then he's like, daddy's gets home. Gets invaded and he's like, oh. oh, not cool, bro. What's that doing in here? How about the fact that I want you to look like my mother? Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Let's the, not. I like the ones that glaze over the important parts. Let's not discount that. And the use of the word mommy when you're trying to elicit sex is bonkers. <laughs> it's bonkers. It does not play like daddy. Mommy it is does a different. Not. I don't it, like. I don't like daddy. Mommy's even worse. Mommy's unacceptable. Yeah, way unacceptable. Am I? Mommy's nasty. <laughs> Real nasty. Yeah. Latin heat. <laughs> Can't get away with it. I feel like Latin guys can get away with it. Oh, that's a good point. Mommy. mommy. Yeah. Hey, Hi, mommy. mommy. Hi, mommy. Hi, mommy. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, it's up to you guys. Who's it going to be? All based on your votes. Craig Baruby or Susan Boyle. Vote now. Vote. Or forever hold your peace. Vote I mean, now. Yeah. We'll have the winner tomorrow morning when we sign on. And I know uh, it's going to be one hell of a finals. I don't know if we have time for this, but last time I was at the Funny Bone, I heard a Craigslist. I was doing crowd work, and a woman told me that she put... I said, how'd you meet your husband? She put out an ad on Craigslist because she was trying to hook up with a guy who was too big, and she was looking for a man to, quote, stretch her out. Oh, my, oh my God. God. And then she met the guy, and then she met the guy, and now they're married, and they were at my show. Oh, it's a happy ending. That's cool as hell, Holy actually. Oh, pretty mean, sick, dude. Not the stretching, but they, she got her soulmate. Yeah, yeah exactly. Lo That's hey, nice. got what she wanted. Love comes when you least expect it, you guys. Yeah, hey, exactly right. mommy. The into that. All right, we'll take a break. Let's come back. Uh, we'll have the Hot Shots girls in. Uh, also, King, if you want to load up the, the phones, okay. we'll, we'll give away some stuff when the girls are here. We're going to play uh, strip club or daycare. It's a great game. Uh, we got tickets to go see Blue October it on was. Saturday. We got tickets for a Punk Rock Christmas next Saturday. And we got tickets to go see Steel Panther uh, December 17th over the factory. 314-624-3833-618-3833. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. 
Download the new Bumble now. Yo, what's up? This is Sinbad, y'all, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Man, packed house. Kenny DeForest is here. See him at uh, Funny Bone at St. Charles. Yes, sir. Go see Kenny. He's funny. Thanks, man. He's in a rave. Stamp of approval. He's one of the funniest guys I know. You've been here for, what, an hour and a half? Yeah. So far, so good. Oh, let's go. All right, yeah, let's go. Oh, for my supper, you really biffed it on the Cubs. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I say in your Cubs. Well, here's fan. the thing: if I say I'm a Cardinals fan, you start asking me questions, and then I'm outed as a liar. Like, yeah, yes, that's I'll no be good. Honest man, that's all right. You know, favorite Cardinal, Mark Grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan Sandberg. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also joining us in studio, uh, we've got Olivia, we got Riley, and we got Jay Boyd from Hot Shots. Yes. Welcome. Listen, I'm so, I'm sorry, we're running a little late. You guys are supposed to be in here at nine, but Benjamin Molina, you know. Listen, we'll wait. We'll wait till the end of the day for you, Riz. Okay? Oh, that's to, so nice to be on this Halcyon program. Are you kidding me? Like, learn, look that up. Halcyon, yes, please. <laughs> I don't know if you it fits my... in that context. Oh, no. I think it means real uh, good. Yeah, I think so. I but it's it's it great to be here for the holiday season. Happy holidays to you Thanks. and yours. Hey, did you guys hear that? What was the word of the year? What was the Merriam-Webster word of the year? Uh, authentic. Authentic. Did you hear what the second? Like the runner-up word of the year was? Was it Halcyon? It was Riz. Uh, oh, yeah. Riz you up. Yeah, Riz you up. Like Riz was the runner-up Merriam-Webster word of the year. Cool as hell, man. Holy cow. That's big time. That's big That's time. That's big time. That should be good for your search engine optimization, Riz. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, like, think about this. Think about this. So Riz. Riz means, you know, it's a good thing. It's a positive. Yeah. It's a positive thing. Riz, charisma. Charisma. You're lucky. He got the Riz. He got the Riz when it comes to the chicks. It could have gone the way of Karen. Think about that. Ooh. You have to change the show and your name, everything. Yeah. We've talked about this. The Rick Santorum could have gone the Santorum route, and that that ended that guy's whole career. Uh, when they used Santorum as a, it was a, a verb to excrete. Ooh. That was way worse than that. Was we have way- to look it up. We can't talk about it on the radio. <laughs> oh, really? I remember because he was running for president. Running for president. That came out. Game over. Because it was just a disgusting Urban Dictionary. Uh, Craigslist freak of the week. Yeah, but that never Gross. really picked up. Like that. All right, sure, it may have killed a political career, but it never really it picked up. Like Karen, poor. I mean, do you guys know any Karens? Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we're young. I mean, that's. I mean, that's. We know one too many. No, I mean like somebody really named Karen. Yes. Like their real name yes. is Karen. Oh, yes. That sucks, doesn't it? Yes. yes. For, that oh, totally. Guess. I would I've, definitely change my name. Yeah. Like forever associated with a, something bad. I'll go by my middle name. <laughs> but I got Riz, and that's good. Yeah, man. You mm-hmm. do, and you do have it. Need yeah, you do. I think I won 2023. Thanks, guys. All right. <laughs> yeah. I think I won the year. That's good. Good man. for me. It's very good. Congratulations. Were you familiar with that word before it uh, kind of rolled out into no. the lexicon? It like, because it, it really has picked up steam this year. The it Riz really has. thing, mm-hmm. you know, on social and TikTok and all that. But it, did, I wasn't aware that it no. was a thing before that. I'm surprised you weren't either. No, no, no. I'm. You think I know what the kids are talking about these days? Yeah. You're hip, Listen, man. You are hip. You're hip. <laughs> so when you've got the Riz, you don't have time hurts. for silly things. <laughs> my hip hurts. Riz don't. When you got the Riz, you don't look things up. Mm. That's right. You're just things too busy out. No, people tell me things. What does it mean when you add the UTO to it? Oh, risotto. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a why you got a room? Why you got a room? It's not pasta. That's risotto. 
Oh, I'm Same sorry. Which that pisses me off. My mom calls you risotto. I'm sorry, but you guys say she's jilling herself all the time. So <laughs> oh, she can do. Hey, she we tried to put that to bed. You're the first one this. to break the rule. Let me say this. My mom's real name is not actually Jill, by the way. That's her middle name. It's Karen. It's Carolyn. Close. <laughs> real close. Oh, oh. Carolyn so she, sounds she, more she, like yeah. female masturbation than oh. Jill. Yeah. <laughs> You're Carolyn? She's out there, Carolyn. Yeah. Again. She's out there, Carolyn. She's again. been a home Christmas, Carolyn. Okay, she really liked her gifts this year. Disowning me out of the will. I don't know what to do. Oh, somebody says a Santorum is a frothing mixture of lube and fecal matter. There you go. Oh. Well, there you go. Merry Christmas, everybody. Mm. That's cool. I tried to spare St. Louis that, but when you got the Riz, you can say stuff like that. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, no, it is a pet peeve if somebody says risotto. No. No, that's, I got Z's. There's Z's. From Billy Madison. Yeah. Rizzuto. Right. A.K.A. Raruto. The baseball player, Risotto. Yeah. Risotto is a delicious rice dish. It's so good. It's really nice. It's so good. Creamy and delicious. Creamy and delicious. Also, much like a Santorum. Much guy. like a Riz, you know, creamy and delicious. Anyway, before uh, before we start start talking about hot shots things, uh, Rafe uh, is doing a special live number two show today. Yes, two o'clock. I'm doing a live number two show. Go to the Point app. Go into the little chat bubble that's second from the left, and you can go to send audio. <laughs> And all I'm look, and it's it's uh, for a good time call. That's the theme. So if you, whether it's advice or just something you want me to talk about, leave me a message, an audio message. We'll play it on the air, and I will respond to your audio messages live. That's in the Point app. Okay. You got to click on Send Audio, and then you got to click down to the Number Two Show. You'll say the Rizzuto Show, Fast Lane. You can find the Number Two Show. Leave me a, an audio message. We'll play it on the air. All Could bets be are off. Could be anything. I don't care what you awesome. want to talk about. Just. Put it in there, and I'll see you at 2 p.m. today. You guys check out the number two show. Uh, we have, Riz. It's awesome. Come on. It's great. I love it. I, I do check it out. We might have to send one of those in once we leave here. Riz. Do it. What or do call in that? live. You can still call in live. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. It's going to be a wild day. Uh, Operators right. are standing by. 2 o'clock? 2 o'clock. 2 p.m. Central time. Can't wait. I'll All right. There. So, Mr. Boy, tell us what's going on at Hot Shots. Well, Riz, it's the holiday season at Hot Shots. You know that's very exciting. Yes. Right? Uh, a couple things we got on the docket. First of all, we launched a new menu. I brought you guys some uh, some samples of that new menu here today. Awesome. I Thank know you. that you love to eat food at uh, 9.30 in the yes, morning. There's a lot lunch. of gravy involved, things of that mm -hmm. nature. Uh, one thing that you might be excited about, we have disco fries, right? Oh, that's a Jersey thing. The whole reason why we named them disco fries is because of you talking about disco fries. We were going to oh, add no poutine, kidding. and we didn't want to, like, scare people away, right? Wow. We don't want to make it a weird thing, so we called them disco fries because it seemed much more... You know, delicious and delightful and attainable, right? Disco fries is a is a, a pretty much a New Jersey diner thing. Ooh, mm. so down. it's fries, it's gravy, it's cheese. Mm. Yes, <sighs> and we have garlic cheese curds on there. Come on, man! You right? can't miss on that, baby. Gosh. It's so good. See, if you put poutine on the menu, like I know what poutine is. It's I've been to Montreal. It's 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 what that is. Mm -hmm. It's delicious. Yeah. Oh, French. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It sounds like there's a barrier to order if you're calling it poutine. Because <laughs> yeah. you don't yeah. really know what you're going to get. So if you call it disco fries, it's yeah, like yeah. The, the ball starts Some going Some people would be embarrassed to say it. It's a much rizzier way to say it. It's really That's what right. it is. Nice. It's Good really what it is. Yeah. Like that. That's right. Like when I go to Starbucks, I, I don't order a grande. I say large. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think yeah. grande's kind of oh, weird to say. What? <laughs> throw you right out for that. It's, I'll have your you Santorum so tots. Weird. <laughs> but I like disco fries oh. just because, like, I love a discotheque and, like, disco nap. Disco, disco biscuit. Disco biscuit. Yeah. 
Disco fries. I'm down for disco, disco fries. Disco fries. Uh, so beyond the disco fries, we got a new uh, pickle brine chicken sandwich called the Bird. We got a bunch of new bird. We have a poutine pickle, burger. The pickle brine is the way to go. Oh, yeah. You guys know that? It's so good. It is so good. Like it, it is. I'll put it up to any chicken sandwich in this town right now. Like Dude, to be honest with you, the pickle brine is the way to go. That's mm-hmm. the secret to making a good, juicy mm-hmm. chicken sandwich. Brian and a pickle juice. Yep. So we got a ton of other options: burgers, pizzas, wings, all the hot, all the hot shot stuff you know and love. Um, you can swing by, check it out. Nine area locations, and you know if you're looking for a good present for your uh, stocking stuffer, if you will, mm-hmm. you know your dad doesn't need the golf balls that he may or may not oh, use, or another tie. Right. My kid like, gets me a tie. I don't even. I don't wear a tie. <laughs> right. It'd be cool well, if you did with like your sweatshirt. No. Yeah, <laughs> like, why well, would I wear man. a tie? Nerd. Uh, you're a nerd. So you can. Grab- <laughs> You can grab uh, gift cards, obviously, at all the locations if you're looking for a place to host your holiday party, uh, Christmas party, office party, those sorts of things. I mean, these ladies are party professionals for a reason, okay? So, you know, you can kind of get out of your sterile work environment, save the copier from Earl who likes to, you know, have... Take some liberties with yes. us, we'll say. <laughs> uh, and come take liberties with us, Yeah. okay, at Hot Shots. You can check it all out, hotshotsnet.com. You can see the new menu. You can get the gift cards. You can book a party. And you can see Riley and Olivia, which— You know what you sh- guys should do? You should buy a copy machine mm-hmm. and just roll it out to, like, where they're having parties. And see what I happens. I like this. That's a great idea. We yeah, might have to Everybody activate. likes to Xerox their ass. Like, even yeah, in 2023, yeah. that never went out of style. Have right? you ever done that? Of course I have. Have you, Riz? You have? Yeah. No. At Emmis. <laughs> you photo? No kidding. Yeah. Is this You're a known? Surprised. Is this a known thing? Yeah, I made like ten copies, and I like left them on your... people's. Di- no, I haven't done this. I'm not like a oh, total. Man. I'm professional. I thought you were cool for a second. Yeah, I, I say last. <laughs> I thought you had the riz, Larry. I, I thought I you were cool for a second. If I sat down, if I plopped my I was ass ready down, to salute you. <laughs> that was awesome. It yeah. would have worked out. No, I wouldn't want that. I used to do my hands though. Like I, I would do. Oh, nobody wants that. You can't follow up. No. Hey guys. Learn is the opposite of Riz. I know. You got to learn. You got to learn, dude. You know know what's sad is she probably checked to make sure the door was locked before she did her hands. I don't don't want anyone catching me. Yeah, probably Windex the glass after. Of course I did. God. You had me going for a second. Yeah, that was good. I've seen a good, uh, that was like a TikTok or something where the lady's going in the copy room, a guy's walking out, and he's like, she's like putting her face on it, doing all the. Yeah, silly yeah. faces, and then she looks in the copy, and it's just the guy's ass and balls. <laughs> <laughs> she had just been on it. After putting her face on yeah. it. After she put her face all over it. <laughs> all right, Olivia and uh, Riley, you want to play a game? Yes, of Let's course. Let's play a game. The game is called Strip Club or Daycare. Okay, so we'll go We'll go back and forth with you guys. So we have okay. 20, 20 different businesses. So Rafe's going to read you the name of a business. And you will tell us if it's a strip club or a daycare. All right. Okay. okay well, like for example, for example, Miss Kitties, <laughs> Miss Kitties in Washington Park, Illinois, is that a strip club or a daycare? This is just practice. Strip club. Strip club. You think that's a strip club? That is actually a strip club. Okay. <laughs> You're doing great. You're doing great so far. So here's the game. Out of twenty, how many will the girls get right? Closest without going over on the phone, you win your choice. Blue October tickets, Punk Rock Christmas tickets, or Steel Panther tickets. Scott, just, uh, Scott, you hear me? Just get their numbers, which is going to go right into the game. Closest without going over for 20, okay? All right, let's begin. And, and you know, we'll start, we'll, we'll go one at a time back and forth with you guys, okay? Okay. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. All right. 
Here we go. You can use Kenny as a lifeline, by the way. Oh, okay. Say yes. lifeline, Kenny. Kenny DeForest is your lifeline. You can only use him 19 times out of the 20. So be <laughs> right. selective. No more, no less. Here we go. All right. First one. The Berry Patch in Brooklyn, New York. Daycare. Yes. Daycare. Killing Damn. It. Nice. Killing it. All right. You ready? Yeah. Learn to keep heart score. Milfs. I'm nervous. I keep milfs. You heart milfs. You got to heart I daycares. <laughs> Elite in Staten Island, New York. That has to be a strip club. Elite is a daycare. Right, is a daycare. Really? What? It's a daycare for very elite babies. Sorry about that. On, is mom. that a thing? All right. Number three, Hour Place. In J Maine, that's H O U R. So it'd be hours. Hour place. Hour place. Hour place. Okay. Uh, daycare. Strip club. Sorry, yeah, that is actually a These are hard. Club. Remember, I mean, you use Kenny if you want. Yeah, I'm right here. Yeah, okay. Right here, and okay. he can so see not the look like I know strip clubs. I'm offended. <laughs> On, look at that guy. sweater. Look at this guy. Look at that sweater. Yeah. What do you think I'm not a lap this morning before he came in? <laughs> yeah, but... What, you think I'm not a lonely pervert? I'm offended. He's a cop You think this guy can't go to a strip club alone and creep out all the dancers? What is What is this? You think I haven't cried in a private room? <laughs> all right, here we go. Number four. <laughs> Treasures in Houston, Texas. Treasures. Is that a noun? I'm just kidding. All right. Kenny, what's up? Um, it's got to be a strip club. You think it's a strip club? Yeah. I don't know. So. I can only trust you so much. You're a Cubs fan. <laughs> um, That's treasures in Houston. Kenny says Need strip an answer. Strip club. Strip club. It is a strip club. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Trust the Lonely Road comedian. Out. He knows. <laughs> He's been there. So that's one. 18 more times to go. Let's go. You're doing all right. Number, Number five. five. Eye level in Jersey City, New Jersey. Strip club. Daycare. Daycare. Next. Daycare. <laughs> Eye level. Rhonda's in St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, this, this is a tough one. Wake Rhonda's. up and be gone, Rhonda. Let's think. Um, Rhonda's. In St. Louis, Rhonda's. Strip club. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it was a strip club. You been there, Jay Boyd? Yeah, they ask you for quarters for the jukebox. Learn. Oh, you know where, oh, okay. No, I don't Hilarious. know. I mean, it's not there. a classy. Jukebox is an old stripper named Eileen. Yeah. But oh, um, okay. I, I get to drive past it every day. Is that oh, on Page? It's a. Is that Page and Ashby? Hundred percent. Yeah, I drive past it every morning. It's oh, good. when you say drive past it, Scott walks yeah. in. They go, Scott. Yeah, the king hey, where's is your here. quarters? The king is here. Quarters are here. Loving arms in Iowa City, Iowa. Daycare. Yes. Better be. I would hope so. It better be. Sandy's Sandbox in Macon, Georgia. What do you think? It better be a strip club. I was going to say, I think it's a strip club. Love. I'm sorry, what's the name of the place? Sandy's Sandbox. And what did you say? Strip, strip club. club. Wow. Oh, that's, I would not bring my kid there. Not, not at all. Ever. Not at all. Kids, Those kids all have toothpicks when they roll in. <laughs> Tattletales in Levittown, Pennsylvania. Strip club. Yes. Yeah. You're doing so much Good job. Crazy. The Glass Slipper in Boston, Massachusetts. Strip club? I'm thinking yes. strip club. Yeah. Outstanding. Yeah. It's tied up. On a roll. Ladies, you're tied oh, up. Well, they're not playing against each other. Oh, what am I doing? <laughs> oh, how many uh, they get right? Score for no oh, okay. Six. Out of 20. Okay. Six. So Cutie far. Pies in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Daycare. Yes. Happy Land in Hollywood, California. <gasps> strip club? No. no. Really? Oh. He's so quick with that. <laughs> <laughs> he just like yells at me. He's got that's, an anger management problem. He fails. Yes. The Riz, that's what I do. It's, it's fun to play games in here. Every person on the show. <laughs> <laughs> if Riz was actually named after him, it would mean unseethed, unbridled anger. Wow. Uh -huh. Make people cry. 
No. Savannah's <laughs> in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Strip club. Yes. Mm-hmm. You get all the easy ones. <laughs> the Eagle's Nest, Tallahassee, Florida. I'm not sure what I want this one to be. I know, that's what I'm the Eagle's um, Nest. I'm going to go with daycare. Yes. You are correct. Lauren, right. right. what are we at? We're at nine. 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 All right. Nine, Nine out of 14. Not bad. Here comes 15. The Den in Cheyenne, Wyoming. The Den. Strip club. That's right. Yes. It is a strip club. Standing. Please wait for the bell. Thank you, Ray. Sorry about that. (laughs) I apologize. I didn't mean to steal your Riz. For the love of God. That was a Riz abduction. Please please wait for the bell. Amber alert. Riz stolen. (laughs) Last scene on this side of the desk. (laughs) Baby dolls in Dallas, Texas. Ooh. Strip club. Yes. Okay. I'm letting it breathe, Rafe. Come on, bellboy. Letting it breathe. Little Darlings in Las Vegas, Nevada. Daycare. No. No. Sorry. No. We got a good run going up. there. Mm-hmm. All right, three more to go. Three more to go. Let's three to go. It. Finish strong. Fred's place in Garden City, Kansas. Um, I'm going to go to strip club because his hope so. Yeah. I'm not bring your kids what? to Fred's. Yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> Fred's are perks, right? Yeah. Just a just yeah. a solo dude looking to watch your kids. <laughs> hey. Nothing weird here. Yeah, for sure strip club. Fred, Fred watches my kids Fred. Monday through Friday. All right, so what are we at? We got two more to go. Two We're to go. 12. For was 12. I right? 12. Was it a strip club? Yeah, it was a strip oh, okay. club. Oh, you didn't give me, did I get a bell? Oh, yeah, I gave you they the bell. Here, I gave you the bell. Okay, so so you're at 12. You got two more to go. Um, you have some winner. Or, oh, well, definitely somebody's going to win. Ready? <laughs> Shining stars in Savannah, Georgia. Take care. Take care. Yes. Ooh. All right, so that's a oh, 13. Man. Mm-hmm. All right, you're at 13. If you get this right, then Kurt, who guessed 14, will win. If you get this wrong, Tony, who guessed 13, will win. Here we go. Wow. Pressure's on. Pressure's on. Silverado. I don't want you just saying it out, and you need to kind of you need no, to think about this one. Thinking. Here we go. Kenny. Remember, you have a lifeline. Yeah, I have Kenny there for you. Silverado in Henderson, Nevada. All right. What do you think, Kenny? Silverado. I'm not thinking daycare. I don't think so either. Silverado sounds very adult. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? It's for a working man. I know. To unload after a long day of work. You know what? Somebody's got to watch them blue-collar kids, too. That's what I'm saying. Are they using their little Jeeps? Whatever their little... Silverado. I'm going to go to strip club. Yeah. Strip club. Final answer? Yes. No, it's daycare. Congratulations, Tony. It's a daycare. Shut them down. That's weird. Congratulations. You got got 13? Yep. Hey, good good. job, guys. That's a good score. Is that good? Yeah. That's great. That's great. C. Riley and C. Olivia, Hot Shots Wentzville. Uh, Mr. Boyd, as always, the Hot Shots gift cards make great stocking stuffers. Sure. The office parties should be had at Hot Shots, you not in the this, office. Riz, you've spent enough time with us that you know you should bring your office to Hot Shots for this little little throwdown. Oh, we're gonna okay. move. The, we're gonna push the desks to the wall. Yeah, we're gonna get big bowls of gravy. Like, just wait for it, and then come enjoy the holiday fellowship at Hot Shots. HotShotsNet.com. Happy holidays to you, all of the weirdos, and thanks for a great year. And we thanks really, for sponsoring Team Riz. We, Team Riz, we those are our Hot homies. Shots. We love them. Hot Shots Sports Bar. Well, thank you guys. We'll see you out at uh, the uh, the locations uh, real soon. Can't wait. And uh, best gravy. Best gravy at Wentzville. Best gravy at Wentzville. Hell yeah. That should be on a sign (laughs) facing the highway. Noted. (laughs) We'll take one final break. We'll come back. Wrap her up. The Rizzuto Show. All right. 
what a program today. Right? What a program. What a program. First, I want to thank Mr. Kenny DeForest for yeah. being out. Yeah. My pleasure. Awesome. Thank you for having me. You guys are awesome, too, man. This rules. I know it's tough getting up early. Yeah. Especially it's, it's, when you're a comedian. Yeah. And it's yeah. tough when Benji Molina hey, comes brother. in, you know, like, and steals a lot of the thunder of the show. I mean, yeah, you're truly. so excited yeah. to see him. He's also just, like, a better person than I am. Yeah, he's probably <laughs> oh, a better person dude, right in my I'll tell you one thing. Ron Gant better donate to that toy drive. If you're listening... You yeah, took his Ron number. Gant. He listens. He's a big fan. <laughs> yeah. He's the, in our top five, I think, on Spotify. How about Ron Gant? I don't, you know. Didn't he kind of leave on bad terms with us? I think so. Yeah. Sounds like that. Is he just the kind of guy that always leaves on everything yeah. on bad yeah. terms. He's a bummer. He's from what I heard. Talented All guy. right. Uh, but see Kenny at the St. Charles Funny Bone this weekend. Yeah. If we sell out all the shows, I'll renounce my Cubs fandom. Wow. wow. That means a lot. Publicly. Go. <laughs> Go. Yeah. He will publicly. publicly. I will publicly renounce my Cubs fandom. Uh, what else you got going on? For the fine people. Say, I have uh, two free specials on my YouTube page. My most recent one's called Don't You Know Who I Am? Um, and then I've also got one called Bad Dreams that I recorded in 2017. So check those out. Um, I got a Don't Tell taping coming out soon from Don't Tell Comedy, which nice. is awesome. I kind of say it's like the uh, NPR tiny desk of comedy where like it's a it good place to discover so. new comics. So that'll be coming out soon. So just follow me. Uh, Instagram is my preference. Instagram, TikTok. I do have a Facebook fan page. I'm not on Twitter because I protect my peace. But um, ah. Follow me. Uh, follow the journey, and uh, yeah, support live comedy. Yeah, go see it. Kenny this weekend. He's hilarious. Thank you, Thank you so much. Time, yeah. Honestly, Springfield Zone, Kenny DeForest. Cubs fan though. Uh, Rafe, uh, the live number two show. At live two number two today. show, two o'clock. Uh, I will be going live on the YouTube for the point. I will put the phone number up if you want to call in live. But you can go to the app right now. And leave message. And you can do this all the time, anytime. And this is a for a good time call is the theme. It's not even advice today as much as it's just whatever you want to talk about, let's Whatever's talk on about your mind. it. Whatever's on your mind, I'm ready to riff. We're going live from the toilet stalls. Hit me up. Go leave me some message. Go to the Point app. Go into the little talk box. Then you hit audio message. And then you drop down number two show. Leave me a message. I don't care if it's a rambling, drunken message. Just leave me something. Kenny, before you leave, you got to see this set. Oh, cool! It's, yeah, I mean, I mean, the bathrooms. Not a set. It's not a set. It's not a set. He's actually Damn in the bathroom. Yeah, he's in the bathroom. Yeah, he's in the bathroom. For That's God's right. sake. Uh, learn anything? Yeah, my band's playing December 10th. It's a Sunday, 2 to 5 at Copper Fire in Belleville. We're going to be doing a little holiday thing, um, a little day drinking, and you'll be shopping around Belleville anyway, shopping local. So just come on in and see us, get some food, drinks, dancing, uh, 2 to 5, December 10th. You can follow us at Learn, <laughs> learn versus Radio. You can follow me Excellent. There. Thanks. Scott. Yeah, December 6th, 10th, uh, 7th, 9th, and 10th. I'll be over at St. Louis Family Church in their big Christmas production, singing a couple numbers. That'll be awesome. Scott's and also, playing the manger. I'm playing the manger. Uh, it's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> I had to try out to be a manger. And it, I, How's your yeah. back going to do? Is it going to be okay? Put that know, baby we'll in out. me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sir, you're coming in hot as a manger. Put that baby in me. I'm pretty excited with that. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, also a reminder that uh, it's a great time to go over to Barnes and & Noble. And, and it'll be up on Amazon shortly. But uh, King Scott and a Perfect Christmas, so you got to get that book. It's a coloring book. It's really awesome. And, and, uh, Is that Barnes & Noble? Well, on their website. On uh, .com. Yeah. So look on any end cap. It'll be. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy that you look like Jesus and they're making you play the manger. That's kind of messed yeah. up, dude. It's weird, huh? Yeah. You went method on it. And they were like, nah, no. we're good, dude. Nah, you're good enough for the manger. <laughs> <laughs> Finally get to play a log. All right. What's the podcast called? The podcast. I'm glad you asked that one. It is called Swallowing the Wind in Backwards. Okay. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. 
All right. Nice work, right? Thanks. <laughs> then we leave you with a selection from our Team Rizzo. Remember the day brought to you by Hot Shots, Matthew Dalton from Park Hills. Team Rizzo. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.